<laughs> Rob Van Dam, listen to True Hill Heat. Pow. <laughs> hey guys, it's Thunder Rosa, and welcome to True Hill Heat. It's another edition of the Saturday Morning Cookout. Yes, it is time for the flagship podcast, True Hill Heat 238. We are coming off the heels of SummerSlam with plenty of great matches, but plenty of booking issues, including a lack of sense with the Jimmy Uso heel turn, which doubled down on the lack of common sense on SmackDown last night. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to be very positive about it. We also got AEW news, AEW all out taking shape as well as all in with Kenny Omega's big matchup for Wembley Stadium teased. And is it up to par for one of the best wrestlers in the world? We're going to discuss that on today's show. And we have come to the end of the best tournament in wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 33 tournament. This morning was the semifinals. Tomorrow morning is the finals. We will be giving our final predictions for that. It is Miss Chris, me and Miss Chrissy Love. We got a special guest later on. It's True Hill Heat 238. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat. YouTube and Facebook for True Hill Heat 238 Bloodline Pre-Climax. Yes, pre-ejaculation. Discussing the latest uh, wrestling news, including Bray Wyatt having a life-threatening illness that has kept him out of action. Kenny Omega's AEW All-In Plans discussed. SummerSlam, we read the recap of last week with SummerSlam, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, AEW Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 33 update with the semifinals this morning. Yet ROH TV, Impact on Access TV, we'll give you the final predictions for the G1 final and more. I am joined by the beautiful, the lovely, the returning, Princess of all the true heels, Miss Chrissy Love. How are you doing, Miss Chrissy? Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Hello and good night. How's everybody doing today? Happy Saturday or Sunday, whichever it is on, you know, your time. You know, we're worldwide as usual. What's going on? Um, I am not surprised about the uh, SummerSlam stuff that you all mentioned just a few minutes ago because it showed in the booking of that SummerSlam um, yeah, we'll get into all of that. How are you, SP? Hello. Happy Saturday. John, what's up in the background? How y'all feeling today? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're on CP time today. Miss Chrissy Love Sorry. had some technical difficulties. So we Sorry. either need Chrissy Love to either jump on the computer before 11 a.m. or yeah. get a new routing, routing cable. Either or. I mean, I or, keep telling, you know, Optimum Cable Vision, you know, it's, they're very urban ghetto Uh system is just horrible you know say say i'm, I'm trying to run a business here say and they're gonna be like what's your business she's you could be like i'm a businessman <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you just tell I got them things that. to do you know and you got, keep giving me the same routers and they're not working i'm a busy like, woman I got, I got podcasts on friday saturday sunday i'm a busy woman i need my i need my i need my wi-fi she need the wi-fi it's always something i swear then you know always the kids stuff. always streaming stuff too, so it's not. So uh, you got kids, you know. I know, 
I know my, my daughter <laughs> never gets off the phone. Never gets off the phone. She's got two phones and she watches the same thing on them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. I don't know. So weird. Kids. Yeah. They, yeah. Mine used to do that when they were that age too. It would be the iPad and then be something else. Or they'd be on TV and it's on the iPad and they're watching the same. I'm like, well, how are you paying attention to both of them? Like, what are you doing? Like, which one? Which one is it? Which one, one has to be more important. Like even, even when I, when I, even when I am watching two different things, like I have the, the dual screen, there's one I'm paying attention to more Correct. than the other. One is like background noise. And then one I'm, I'm focused on. Right. And then, you know, one, one, is... one I just have on. So I know the results. The Correct. other I'm actually exactly. paying attention to. That's it. That's how I feel with NXT. Yep. I just have Pretty it much. on in the background. Like I hear it, but I'm not paying attention to it. Cause it's just there. I just need to know what happened. And I keep going, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. That's what I do for NXT, yeah. Mm -hmm. She knows. She knows. But yes, we have another edition of the the flagship podcast. So you know we're going to be discussing everything from wrestling news, whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, and much more. We also got the match of the week. We would love to hear from all of you. If you're watching on demand, sound off in the comments down below with your top three, top five matches of this week. So when we get there, we will highlight it on screen or we will yes. uh, interact with you if you're leaving a comment down below. But of course, if you're with us live, we appreciate you for that. Drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here we are now <laughs> on our way to 10,000 subscribers we're less than 2,000 away so try to hit that before the end of the year we got four four and a, four and a half months or so to get there so uh would love to hit that mark that milestone before the end of this year and if you're leaving a comment in the in the live chat we'll try to highlight as many of comments as possible Super chats. But if you're feeling generous, yes, send a super chat donation. Any dollar amount matters, helps the channel grow, and helps out your contributors so, so much. Or you can become a member like Vala B, who is already on us saying, uh, we late? Question mark. Uh, you know, <laughs> Joe well, because I said his name and he didn't appear. Look at that. Look at this guy coming at me. Coming at me. Even before we get live. Jeez. What are we doing here? Um, we got Vala B who says, I'll take Romeo's side and defend Jimmy's booking. Uh, good luck with that. Uh <laughs> See, okay, well, I won't even say nothing to, about that part. I'll wait till we get to that actual section of the show, and we'll talk more about that and how they did it and whatnot, but go ahead. Yeah. Good, good luck. Of <laughs> um, A saying, not the worst reasoning Jimmy gave, but it is still right. dumb. And that turn Correct. could have won, uh, could have waited if Jay won at SummerSlam. Ace, it is the worst booking because of everything you said after but if that's why it's the worst booking. It's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense in a vacuum, didn't make sense coming out of it. And it come at the end of probably the worst Roman Reigns match we've seen since WrestleMania 38. That's how my face was when it was when it happened like that. Right. Yeah. Just, just, we're, just. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get we're gonna, into the it. whole, the whole, the whole show. Yeah, we're gonna get into the whole thing. Yeah, the whole, yeah, a lot of the stuff that happened. Yeah, sorry. Just go ahead, SB. I'm sorry. Well, I'm gonna, yeah. 
Negro Buck is here with us in the chat. Valo B saying, everyone go out of your way to see Naito versus Osprey. When I say, please, dear Lord, you need to watch this matchup. This is one of the best New Japan matches of the year. Of I the saw year the highlights. It looks really, really good. I can't wait to see it. Watch the whole match. Valo B, I like know, you said, it, it was an all-time banger. Awesome match. Awesome crowd. That was the best, the best, probably the best crowd they've had since the pandemic. Because they were I mean, vocal, they were loud, they were into anything. Oh, we got Kenzie TV in the chat saying good morning. What's going hello. on? How you doing? Uh, we got Negro Buck who says Naito and Okada in the finals. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful because we smoking on that evil pack. That is <laughs> that is true. We're gonna be talking about this week in the G1 and be talking about the fact, uh, Miss Chrissy Love, you know, yep. you know who predicted the finals. Before it even happened, you, you know did. who that guy was? SPS per always, per usual. Check out our G1 Climax preview where I tried to tell you well, who would be in it. I knew Alcott. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't make it to the, to, the went, to the end as again. It's all right. It's whatever. Hey, Fine. what what, whatever. what, a, what a last few matches he had, though. Uh, I mean, Yeah. See, they, they they always, you know, but God did, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, saying uh, ROH was good on Thursday. We'll be touching on that on the show as well. We got Rickety showing love to Miss Chrissy Love. Uh, we also got Negro Buck who says, I'm just uh, getting out of bed because I watched the G1 live and then caught a few hours of sleep before THH. I only got an hour of sleep because I had to do a heavyweights review over on Fight <laughs> Damn, only an hour? Whew. Heavyweight, such a good movie, such a good movie, though. Such a movie. Uh, we got Vala B in the chat who says, So, this Jimmy stuff, I get his reasoning. While Roman wants to preserve his mantle of the tribal chief, Jay wants to take it over. Jimmy, on the other hand, wants to destroy it. You don't know if Jay would have, we don't know what Jay would have done. With done it. We don't know, anything. we don't know. You literally, you literally pointed out. Why it doesn't make sense, Vallabi? You thought you were you were making the argument pro it. You just pointed out why it doesn't make any sense because we <laughs> don't know what Jay wanted with the tribal chief crown. He wanted revenge for them attacking Jimmy. That was the whole reasoning for the matchup. Right. Yep, yep, that's it. Like, 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 I, I feel like I'm 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 in a dumb chamber because. Because Romeo and Vallabi, and Vallabi is one of the smartest people we have in the chat. And the fact that he tried to make that argument and made the argument against it, that just tells you how bad we're in with this storyline. Um, no. We're in bad shape here, folks. We're in bad shape. Um, he's even saying it was absolutely dumb booking. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, we got Negro Buck. If Fumble in this game was a, was a person, that's them. It's a stupid idea from bad creative. Uh, we also got Vala B with a comeback, I guess. The point being, the Jimmy stuff, I get the idea. I'll defend the idea. The execution ain't it. The idea is not it. You basically... Right. Okay, I'm done reading comments because I'm getting dumber as I read the comments. Yeah, um, <laughs> yep, stop. We're not even at that portion of the show yet. We got to wait. We have Because I'm sure it's going to be a good like 30, 40 minutes of us talking about it. So. True, 
heel roll call how we start off every episode of our flagship <laughs> podcast shouting out those supporting us across social media or here on the youtube channel or patreon our top three conversation starters on our true hills group page on facebook you got alw at number three mm. number two stewie palmer and number one the negro buck nick jackson uh, patreon backers you got nick jackson you got our boy vala b you got alw alex mccarthy professor chris austin blue robert blue. steve Antoine, mm-hmm. fifth generation Carney, Ladarius, John, aka Russell Scopes, Dan, Kobe, Dolores, John Martin, DJ, Eric, Beat Boop, Marcus Riot, Justin Rich, James, Allen, and Santo. Thank you so much for supporting us at patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. And yes, let's get into what we missed and let's start off with SummerSlam. Since y'all, y'all want to wanna, talk about SummerSlam? Dip- yeah, yeah. Y'all want to defend this? Let's talk about it then. And let's start off. The show featured, of course, what can only be viewed as a controversial decision. Yes, you can have an argument to defend it. Probably won't be able to make that argument very well because no one seems to be. But controversial decision as Jimmy Uso lost his brother, Jay Uso, the tribal combat match against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns retaining the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. You had Solo get involved in this one. You had Heyman and Jay talking on the outside. Roman apparently gets hurt, which we'll talk about during this mm-hmm. matchup when mm-hmm. we get to the news portion of SummerSlam. But in the end, it's Roman who retains and retains his status as the tribal chief. You also had Cody Rhodes defeat Brock Lesnar and was probably their best, best match, match yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, an excellent <laughs> match to finally end the feud. And then better than that, post-match, Lesnar showed respect by mm-hmm. shaking Cody's hand and hugging him. You also had Logan Paul pick up a victory in the opener over Ricochet. An awesome match mm-hmm. thanks to a pair of brass knuckles. You had L. A night, yeah. He picked yeah. up the win in the Slim Jim Battle Royal by last eliminating Sheamus. Ooh. <sighs> Detroit did not like this one as Shayna Baszler beat Ronda Rousey in an MMA rules matchup uh, that the Detroit crowd hated with a passion. You had Gunther <laughs> defeat Drew McIntyre in a great match to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins beat Finn Balor in a tremendous encounter really exceeded expectations mm-hmm. with this one here. Uh, uh, Seth retaining despite the fact Judgment <sighs> Day interfered and the fact that Finn Balor can't pick up a damn briefcase because he leads with his damn head instead of picking it up with his hands. I'll let that marinate. Anyway, Bianca Belair defeated Charlotte Flair and Asuka to win the WWE Women's Championship. However, post-match, EO Sky successfully cashed in her Money in the Bank contract to win the gold from Bel Air with Dakota Kai returning for a, a damage control reunion as EO Sky celebrated her first world title win on the WWE main roster. There was some moments. There was a, a few, very few. There was a, quite a few uh, great matches on the card, but... It just seems like overall the the feedback and response reaction to SummerSlam has not been totally positive. And why do you think that, Chrissy Love? What was your highlight, low light from the show? 
Um, SummerSlam was very lackluster. I'm sorry. Um, I think this was one of the... I think what the ones they had from the pandemic was better than this one. Um, I... Okay. Booking was definitely a big issue for this Detroit crowd. I can understand it and get it. Um, you take matches off of the card and you added other matches. We could have had like the Royal Rumble pre-show Slim Jim bull crap on a pre-show. We didn't need it in the middle of the... the, the... Nah, needed to be on the show. You think so? Why? The most sponsorship money they ever received in WWE history. Okay, fine. So okay. I I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, okay. guys. You, okay. you know me with business. Yeah. Yeah. I, if it's a if it's a business move, I'm gonna defend it. And that had to be on the show. That had to be on the show. But okay. now, now we have sponsored matches. This is where you're getting yeah. all your money because then we had the stuff with Bianca and the girls, and she had her whole outfit was the C4, whatever the damn drink is. I don't even know, but she drank it when she came out. It was scrolling, it was distracting as it went around the damn ring. I mean, the Rhonda and Shayna match. Execution-wise, just was not in the right place. They didn't execute it properly. It just—it was just very flat line. It—it meant very bad. And these are MMA fighters, like, and and then it didn't make it even better. The crowd wasn't even invested. So once you have those three things going, it's a—it's already set for disaster. Set for disaster. You agree? No. Yes. I, I, I agree with you because okay. uh, we have in our news notes, but I'll bring it up here that there was a lot of creative uh, indifference on the MMA match because Ronda and Shayna, like you said, are MMA fighters. So if they're going to do an MMA rules match, they want to have an MMA rules match. But WWE said, no, you're going to have a WWE style MMA rules match. And that's why it was awful. It was, in my opinion, I don't think it was that bad. I thought it was, I thought it was hard hitting. I thought a, a couple of the yeah, spots looked really it. good. Yes, yes. And, so and you saw, and you saw you afterwards saw the way yes. Shayna looked that it was, <laughs> it definitely was hard hit and they did not pull back on each other, but the crowd just didn't care. It was at one point where Shayna connected with Ron and you've seen Ronda's face go, but and then, then they did like the slow motion to it. So it was even worse. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. There were parts of the match that was, you know, an MMA style, which was cool. But again, the execution, you can't dumb stuff down when there's already a recipe for it. Don't try to take out the, the paprika when, you're supposed, when, when it's supposed to be in there. You want to just ha add salt. No, it's salty. <laughs> like, give it the flavor that it's supposed to have. Like, hello? <laughs> so that's that. Um, I'm not mad at the opener. The opener was, per, you know, fine for me because I knew we 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 already spoke about like him having to go see his brother, and he was already that he saw his brother in full gear. Shout out to him. He didn't I even get to change. He, he didn't, didn't even get change. He was on the side rooting for his brother in gear. So hey, I need a brother like that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm on the two. Like I I'm gonna go fly two hours over the time. You know, after the time. You know, whatever. Not mad at that part. Where it gets fuzzy for me now, I think EO cashing in, I have no problem with that. I think her cashing in on Bianca was where it fell short for me. I didn't think, because what's the point of you doing, the whole point of us was supposed to see is Asuka, EO. I feel like that's like the end result everyone is trying to see. So mm -hmm. if you have her cash in on the champion, because 
Io, because Bianca and Charlotte didn't need it. They didn't need it. But I feel like Asuka needed that win. She was the champion. What's the point of her? She's the champ. She she lost, you know. I mean, she won. Let her successfully do this and win. Like, what was, like, it made, it, it, that part I just didn't think was correct for me. Let her cash in on, on, on Asuka and then have that feud come in. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it afterwards. Like, the only reason that I actually will defend WWE on that decision is what they were trying to accomplish there. What they were trying to accomplish was the full circle moment right. of damage control, being in the ring with the world title at the end. But most of all, them beating Bianca Belair, the first person they ever confronted oh, at last year's at last, last year's okay. SummerSlam. Okay, so that is, got I, that, I got okay. I, I got that. Once Dakota came into the ring, I was like. Oh, they did it because it's all the people that were involved in their debut. Got it. Okay. okay that makes fine. sense. Okay. Sure. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's cool. And then, you know, the whole story of, of, of uh, Dakota even getting there was like mm-hmm. last minute. Like she barely yeah. got there. You know what I'm saying? So it's all tied in on like why they needed her there. Perfectly fine. Finn and Seth. Great. I think that was one of the best ones that they had. Matches. My match of the night. Best, that was my I think match of the was, night. Out of all of the ones that they've had, I think this was the best one. Just like the Cody and and Brock. I feel like these were this SummerSlam, those matches were the be- those were the ones. Yeah. And, you, you and it seems like most most people are saying those were the two best matches of the two night. Two best Cody matches and Brock of the night. And right. Finn and Seth. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I okay, this is where it gets again. We knew that um, damage control. We knew that the um, judgment day would be a factor. Perfectly fine. The execution on how it happened, something fell short. Again, why? What? What? How am I supposed to believe Finn Balor is a credible wrestler and he keeps coming after me, but he keeps losing? I don't. And like, then Seth, I don't even need to be bothered with you. I've beaten you three times. Like, what am I here for? What? What do we keep doing this for? Like. One out of like he, I feel like if he would have won the second one, I could have justified this one him losing. You know what I'm saying? Like win one of them at least. Like it at least. Like who is booking this? Well, sh- like three straight, three straight to set. Three straight. Like this is worse than the NBA team. Like come on, like this is ridiculous. Gunther and and uh uh, uh Drew. Okay. I feel like it would could have been better. Um, too it's like short. Too short. Right. It, it was right. it was a great match for 13 minutes, but it could have been uh, one of the best matches of the year it with five been, more minutes. Right, right. And you know they were hard hitting, and I, I mean they were going at each other. But yes, it just that was like the third great match of the night. I feel like you know what I'm saying, but it just was too short. Yeah. Um. Now we get to the the last match. <sighs> Tribal combat, everything was perfectly fine. I was fine with the way the match was going. The match was actually going fairly well. Heyman and Jay going back and forth, perfectly fine. Where it gets fuzzy is where you have Jay come in now, right? Jay is the one that is in the one that we're defending. This is the whole point of me having this. I want to defend my older brother because he's the older one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy's, Jimmy's the older one. Jimmy's the older one, yeah. Yeah, so I want to. So Jay had to defend his older brother because you beat my brother up, and now we have to have this tribal court. You come out in white, 
telling, I mean, if you're telling the story, you're going to tell it. Like, you're going to look at the colors. I'm wearing black. You're wearing white. Less good, evil, all this other thing. Yeah. Where it gets fuzzy, even when, I'm not mad at even when Solo, because that's Solo's job. He's supposed to come in and help out with the whole thing. If we want Roman to win the combat, like, you know, what do we need Jimmy for exactly? Do we are we trying to go back to the pandemic where you you stop him and say yes we acknowledge you? That's fine. Like I figured we was gonna go back to that that I feel like we was gonna go back that route. Like he comes back and say no 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 like I'm gonna save my brother and then and then Jay's will be mad at Jimmy for stopping the match and then that's how they get into a feud. That's what I assume. This execution and then you get the example on SmackDown just. <sighs> I didn't want you to be him. What? Who said I was going to be him? I'm, 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 I'm here to defend you, stupid. You got beat up. He hurt you. He hurt me. Now I got to defend us. We're family. Like, like my This like, would have made sense if, J- if Jay's whole reasoning for the SummerSlam match was to be the tribal chief. But it wasn't. It wasn't. What, why, why didn't Jimmy stop Roman from putting the lay on Jay during the tribal court? How we started the whole angle towards SummerSlam. I thought that was, was how we like, started the whole angle for SummerSlam. Jimmy was in the ring and didn't stop Roman. I figured like you have the older brother that's jealous now because he wants to be the tribal chief. He don't want Jay to be it. Like I figured we would even when they went that. That's another route we could have went. Look, no, I didn't want you to win because you don't deserve it. I should be it. I'm the older brother. I'm the one that took up care of this family, not you. Like things like that. Like the reasoning, I didn't want you to be like him. Bruh. Bruh. And and you know what else even makes it even worse? I didn't even believe Jimmy because he didn't even sound believable. I mean, I mean, yeah, Jimmy. I mean, you know, see, see, this is what I said. I'm I'm gonna wait to reserve my comments because 100. percent You hit it right on the nose. And even Dutch Mantel, who we had on the show last week, who has, spent, who has spent nearly 60 years of the business in in this business, he was like, what? He was like, Sid, you you 100 called it. He was like. I, I literally said, I was like, Jimmy did that promo like he did not believe a word that was coming out of his mouth. And Dutch was like, yes. I, he was like, I was like, he was like, I've worked with this company before. You can tell when people cut promos hey. that they don't believe in. And the way he stuttered, the way he tried to feign emotion, right, and it just right. came he's off like, so he's fake. Like, like he's this trying to whole think of words thing as fell apart. Up. He's trying to think of what to say as he's in the ring. Are you kidding me right now? This is like so so bad right now. This is not looking good at all. And now Roman is in the corner, like in you know, let, let Roman do his thing. He's in the corner doing his thing, laughing, being the instigator. Perfectly fine. I'm fine with all of that. That's what he's put that that this part of the whole story. I don't believe Jimmy. I don't believe Jimmy can even do such a thing to his brother. I don't know who wrote this part of the story. I hope it ain't Paul. I don't understand it. This ain't he don't look believable this- to me. It was this so felt- bad last night. It was, it made no, cause then you come out and then you come out as Roman is talking and then you still look like you're out of place. Mm-hmm. Out of the first time, all of them all together in the ring together, he don't and then, even look and like then he, he got all, He got all that heat when he came out through the crowd. And then his promo was basically like, oh no, I'm not really a heel. I'm actually really just a loving brother. What? 
Like, like, like I was saying on the SummerSlam review, Chrissy, I was like, the predictable thing is that, oh, I was jealous. Oh, Paul yes. Heyman was right all along. Yes, yes. But that would have been better than this. That would have been, again, sick. Predictable would have been better in this case. SP, I am with you all the way. I Again, I've said two scenarios that we they could have also went that would have been better. I don't know if they would have executed it, but it would have been better than this stuff. Just saying. This would have been totally better. And, and Ace Ace hit it right here. I mean, Ace hit it right here. Jimmy Jimmy Uso jumped to conclusions. Like you, you literally, you're literally saying the tribal chief has corrupted my cousin. I don't want you to be like Roman Reigns. So you're letting mm -hmm. that that corrupt person keep the tribal chief and be the leader of our family. Would that would that make sense though? How that make sense though? And, so, and, so you, so you don't, you don't want your brother, who you've known for thirty-seven years, who you know is a good person, who you know always will do his main character trait over the past year has been he does things because he loves you, just like your main character trait has been you do things because you love Jay. Why don't you think that you would be an influence for Jay to not become corrupt like Roman? It ain't making the, the math is not mathing. Weren't you the guy who who turned on the bloodline to begin with? You you okay. Um. Anyway, sure. so uh... for me, yet again, um, I'm giving SummerSlam a five. It was very lackluster, very flat, very disappointing. They hyped well. There was hype, but it wasn't that much hype. I wasn't hyped to see it. I was happy to see it, but it was not hyped up where I was like, oh, my God, I need to go to see. I didn't even need to be in Detroit for all of that mess. I was like saying, oh, I should have went, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I, I was totally invested. fine with not I being in Detroit after watching that show. SP, I'm with you. I'm happy I was with the wrestling club watching it in, in our own uh, auditorium. I, I would have been so pissed if I invested my money to go to that show, that shit show. Horrible. One of the worst summer slams I can believe we have on on. I I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I I, I, I have seen 1995 SummerSlam. I've seen 1996 SummerSlam. There are a lot more SummerSlams that it's worse than this. But okay, okay. As far as if you if, if we're just gonna keep it with this year, I would I wouldn't well, argue the, with you if you said yes. this was the worst WWE major event of. And my and mind they've had like good events. And it's like and it has. Nothing to do with the wrestlers. We just named. There was like three or four great matches on the card. It had everything to do with the booking. The, the guy booking. you never want to blame, y'all. The guy you never want to blame, Romeo. The guy you never want to blame, Annika. The guy you never want to blame, Jimmy. Triple H blew it. Just bad. Just bad, bad overall booking. You scrap certain matches to, you know, be on it. And then, you know, and it's, the show was still long. It still was damn, like it was over like after 12. It was still like it, it. It was. It was. It was very rushed. It yeah, was the, very... the pacing was horrible. The pacing the... was horrible. We had at least we had at least an hour worth of ads and commercials. To the fact that, I like I said, when I'm usually watching two things at once, I'm not able to absorb the second thing. So I had SummerSlam on my big screen. I had a Collision on my laptop. I was able to watch full matches on Collision, Chrissy, between matches on SummerSlam. How was Collision, by the way? Was it better than, you know, watching SummerSlam, friend? 
It was good. It was good. Okay. I, 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 we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna okay. talk about it on this show as but, we um, always do. Uh, Frantic World saying that SP3 had that I told all of you look on his face because I said it last week. I said that was the wrong choice for Romeo. Romeo suggested oh, that on, on, on hey, the, that on wouldn't the make sense. That wouldn't make sense. And then it happens. Romeo tries to make sense of it. None of y'all in the chat think it makes sense what he's saying. And here we are. Here we are here. Yeah, SP, it's just, it, they, they really did, I don't know what happened where it's in the production, where we at the, 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 the reading table. I don't know when they're having their meetings and we have pens and paper and like what's happening. I, I, I don't know who was responsible for this besides him. It just, it's not just one person. It's a few people. But we can only put blame at Paul right now. And Triple H, no, no, no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep the same energy I always do. For everything good in WWE, I give Triple H and Vince McMahon equal amounts of credit. For everything bad in WWE, I'm also gonna give them equal amounts of credit. So I'll give 50-50 Triple H and Vince. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Um, but you go from having what was the last pay per view they had? Money in um, the bank. Money, Money in the pay. Bank was much better. Night of Champions was much better. Backlash, Backlash was, much was better. I think Backlash was over succeeded this one. I don't. I can't argue. I can't argue with that. And the Backlash. Only, the only right. the only other show this year that I could say had bad booking decisions like this was WrestleMania Night Two. That's it. Right. Correct. That's it. Night Two was That's very it. lack again lackluster. We and we enjoyed. I feel like the last, since it's been two nights, the first night has always been the better night. It's always been the better night. Yes. Yes. And, and this year, just, this year was one of the best nights, uh, the best WrestleMania cards ever, night one. So, and, and, and also, and, and it also goes to the fact, cause I'm like, I was just telling, I'll talk to um, Mr. Love. I was like, I want, I, I, I'm really like on the fence about Philly. And especially, I don't, I don't think I could do two nights. I, I think I should only I probably do. Do one night. If I'm investing my money into something, and it'd be like something like this, I'm only I'm only gonna be mad at myself. Now I gotta drive four hours. I gotta pay to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm re I'm really going to Philly for like the independent shows and WrestleCon. More. If Wifey wants to get me get me some tickets, or or WWE finally gonna let me in media. Then yeah, maybe I'll go. Yeah, why but... haven't you been able to get? To, why they won't let you be in the media? Like, what's happening? We're not big enough over there, or something I, like that. Well, well, well. With the with the WrestleMania, it was because uh, WrestleTalk didn't uh, send like the email to them because I sent the email and they don't know me as WrestleTalk. You know, I'm not Ali Davis. So if Ali Davis would have done it, we would we would have went. But that's why we're gonna we're gonna do better next time. So for next year's WrestleMania, okay. I'll I'll have Ali send you. that to them, I or I'll apply under True Hill Heat. Right, I need you to be in there with like everybody else because you deserve to be there. I see all these other people that are there. You should be there, son. Like, rep the, rep the crew. Like, everybody uh, else gets there. I mean, like, we get the same amount of views and stuff everybody else gets. Like, well, I'm just saying. Well, we get more than some of the people in there. Well, anyway, I'm, um, just, listen, just that, saying. Orange. You know what I'm trying to say, friend. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying you're extra white. We get more than some of the people that they let in there. But Josh says uh, this was a rough bottom of the third inning. Indeed, it was. Uh, Negro Bug says. like bad. Like this is football and this is the third quarter. And they is like every play. You can't get a play. 
Negro Buck saying jealousy would have been better than what jealousy we've got. Jealousy would have been better. I think je the jealousy call would have been more believable because we're twins. We've shared everything. When am I going to get the shine, son? When am I going to get it? You main event, Jay. Like, let me get something. But you always getting in trouble. That's the whole problem. And also, it was the fact that he said the good reason, but then doubled down on the bad reason. The good reason that he said during that whole promo was when he said, oh, what's going to happen to me if you become tribal chief? That should have just been it. He should have just kept with that. Just leave. Stuck you're going to leave, gonna leave don't, me behind? Don't, you, don't say you love him and it's going to occur. Because you don't know that. You yeah. don't know. We don't, we're just assuming. Do. We're just you're assuming. You're assuming. Yeah. So you made an ass of yourself and you made an ass of the people that was defending it, Romeo. Anyway. And um, then this, this, this guy right here. Him right here. This one right here. Senior. Follow me, sis. So we agree this year's SummerSlam was Supper Slam. And Annika says, who are you yelling at, SP3? I named them. I named them by name. And I named you, Annika. Um, she says, yeah. you are the one who said Triple H has nothing to do with the bloodline story. Uh, story. Uh, you guys told you guys told me he did. And I never and I never said he had nothing to do with the bloodline storyline. I said that Vizic Man deserves credit. For it, and I said that Triple H made it better. Don't, don't, don't say <laughs> I said something and then say it wrong. I know what I said, it's, and it's documented proof of it. It's on this YouTube channel. Uh, it's Josh even defending <laughs> me. Thank you, Josh. Jesp3 never did actually. Yes, I never did. I never said he had nothing to do with it. I said that Triple H, that Triple H deserves less credit than Mr. Man. There's a difference. Uh, and Josh specified saying SB3 has state has stated who started and the parts Triple H tweaked and did make better. This is something me and him talk <laughs> have spoken about. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look at Annika. Annika. I know it's too early for you to be lying in the chat, girl. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're lying in these streets and then calling yourself out for it. Damn, that's that takes a lot of bravery. Anyway, we got news coming out of SummerSlam. Uh, according to a report by Dave Meltzer on uh, Monday's Wrestling Observer Radio, Roman Reigns suffered an injury during the title match against Jey Uso at SummerSlam. According to Meltzer, Reigns suffered the injury early on during the match and worked most of it while being hurt. The severity and nature of the injury to Reigns are unknown. Meltzer like, stated that Reigns... Reigns was still scheduled to appear on WWE SmackDown this week, and he, in fact, did. Jimmy Uso was scheduled to acknowledge him, and we that saw how happen. that went down. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. A recent Fightful Select report has provided additional details to the earlier accounts of Roman Reigns' SummerSlam injury. Fightful sources confirmed the initial reports of Reigns' incident at the PLE, but stated that he is still on the schedule for SmackDown on Friday, and it had been said uh, immediately after SummerSlam, Reigns wouldn't be slated for WWE's television episodes for the next few months. Sources also indicated that any internally scheduled events for Reigns have not been shelved at this time, although those decisions could be subject to change. According to the reports, there has been no official uh, comment from WWE on the situation, but Fightful indicated that creative plans have been altered by the uh, by Tuesday afternoon and more details would be provided on the situation as they become available. We did see Roman Reigns take a bump last night on SmackDown, Miss Chrissy Love, so yeah. That has to put some confidence in people. But, man, 
if you wanted to put the the topper on what's going on in WWE as far as injuries right now, we <sighs> currently have the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, both out with uh, both injured right now. Sami with a with an elbow injury, uh, KO with a rib injury. We got Randy Orton out with injury. We got uh, Liv Morgan out with injury. We got and like Bailey, I said, isn't Bailey injured? Sonya Deville is out with injury after winning the WWE Women's Tag Team right, Championship. Right, hold on, time out. Are we taking the champ, the tag t- titles away from they them? Didn't annou- they didn't even announce t- anything on that. We're just That's why I didn't even have that in my notes. I'm just doing that off the top of my head. But the injury list in WWE is at an all-time it's at it's at wrestlemania 32 levels if you were around wrestling in 2016 when i say wrestlemania levels of injuries that is considered the most injury prone wrestlemania of all time when everybody was out injured before that event and we seem to be getting to that level at this point it's bad it's really bad someone has cursed wrestlers I, i feel like this is a curse Someone is like, nah, we are making too much. Y'all having too much fun. Y'all doing, y'all, y'all making too much money. We need to put a hex on y'all. Something, something ain't so right. So the official list. You ready, Chrissy? I'm ready. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Big E, Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan, Bailey, Elton Prince of Pretty Deadly, Dakota Kai, Sol Ruka, Poron Strowman, Shane McMahon, Bray Wyatt, Hold on, Wendy. Shane McMahon. Wendy Wendy True. He counts. He got injured in a WWE ring. Okay, uh, okay. Nikita Lyons, Robert Roode, R-Truth, Ariana Grace, Amari Miller. That is 20. That's 20 folks. people. 20 folks. 20 I don't folks. even think that's ever, That's even all of them. That, I think it's that's me, not, I, probably not everybody. That's just only a few. And that's 20. <laughs> It's 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 a lot. It's a lot right now. But what do you think about Roman Reigns being injured? I think the bright side with the Roman Reigns injury is he wasn't going to defend the title for the next three months anyway. Yeah, I mean, he he's a tribal chief. Like, he doesn't have to. Like, I mean, this is why they made Seth this other champ. Well, they made that other belt so that they can have someone defend a, a belt anywhere, anytime, anyplace, blah, 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 blah. Um, But it's fine. Like, he can go rest off. And then you remember, he he, he also had, like... He is a patient. Like he still like is a reco- like he's in remission, but he still like has to like make sure he's good. Like things like that. So this is like nothing for us. So I wouldn't expect to see him to probably like Survivor Series. So so whatever. So, but you you think he's gonna be back in time for that? Uh, I mean, I, I I would hope so. Let's just see. Like what? Like again, we don't even know what the injury is. I I, I mean, I know where the bump happened. Yeah. When you know, because you know it. it, it it's all over the social media, or whatever. But still, hopefully, like this is something where it can it can like just heal, and then you know we can prolong if we do need um a, a surgery like to later on maybe. But yeah, Shane is a yep. big joke, guys. Yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see that in the chat. Uh, we got Vala B says this week has been chat versus pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know we have fun here, man. If you if you if you if you can't count on us to call y'all out if y'all say something stupid in the chat, then who y'all yeah y'all 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 should not trust us as host of this podcast if we're not gonna call you out <laughs> if we think we if we think you say something stupid in the chat. Come on. I think, I think y'all expect that from us at this point. Uh, we got a bunch of people in the Negro Bug saying too funny. We got Vala B saying, I took my L. See, this is why I love Vala B. <laughs> Vala B. Vala B will be able to be like, you know what? 
right. I'll put my hands up. You have. You got. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it, bro. You got it. Um, Will Chisholm, uh, just became a member. Thank you so much, bro. Members already. Hmm. One of our favorites in the chat. Hit that join button. One dollar a month. Become a member of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Always appreciate the love. A uh, bunch of people talking about the injury bug right now. We got A Shock saying injury bug is out of control. TN. It's, uh, it's not just on like in WWE. It's it's, a, it's across like AEW. Yeah. It's it's like these they're like they someone did something to the to to the wrestlers. I'm just saying. I don't know who it was. It was like nah. They just don't. Let them all sit down for a minute. Like, I'm like, what's happening? Like, why, what is going on? Like, it's like prone injuries. Like, and this is hurt. two summers in a row for AEW. This is two <laughs> summers in a row that's happened to them. So, uh, we got Negro Bucks saying lots of injuries in WWE this year. Uh, yeah, it feels like 2060 all over again. Uh, we got a big man dog saying lots of people on NXT injured too. Yeah, so Ruka, Nikita Lyons, a lot of the names I named were uh, part of the NXT roster. Mm-hmm, uh, we got mm-hmm. Malcolm who says, how long do you think Roman will hold the title? Do you see him facing Cody again at next year? I have no doubt in my mind Roman Reigns will hold the world, the the Undisputed Universal Championship heading into WrestleMania. Yeah. And then he's going to get, yeah, absolutely going to, you know. And then he might win still. He might win again. I'm, I'm think I have a theory it's going to be like a two night thing where he's going to defend it both nights and probably lose the second night, maybe. I said that this year. I'm not calling, I'm not predicting that again. I'm not predicting that again. Um, A <laughs> Shock says it's an industry or wide. Uh, the injury bug is invading the forbidden door. Yes. Yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, Annika who says, Y'all need to start taking your vitamins again, wrestlers. <laughs> I love that. That might be the best comment Annika ever said. <laughs> she said, Y'all are the Steve Harvey of podcasts. Do not follow standard podcast protocol. Bravo, Annika. Bravo. Check out Annika over on Workhorse Wrestling Network. She's great. She's great because that was great. With a Steve Harvey on podcast. That's, I, am, well, I am running with that. I'm running with that. Because right Steve Harvey got mad jobs and mad shows. Is that why? Got it. She got to explain that. Go ahead, Annika. You can explain that. But more news coming out of SummerSlam and another injury, Miss Chrissy Love. Uh, the Wrestling Observer <sighs> Newsletter reports that Brock Lesnar suffered an injury early in his match with Cody Rhodes at WWE Sam- SummerSlam last Saturday. Uh, however, uh, he was able to finish the match and post-match angle as previously reported. Lesnar is expected to go back on hiatus from WWE. There's no word on what type of injury it was or the severity. However, during uh, Monday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Meltzer provided a status update saying that Brock Lesnar will be off WWE television for a while. He added that Lesnar won't be back anytime soon, at least for the next four months. And Meltzer stated that Lesnar will be will be back later on and that the former champion will be back in time for WrestleMania season. However, uh, Meltzer also noted that Lesnar was advertised for WWE for a premium live event happening later this year, Fastlane, but he is no longer a part of that. But Brock Lesnar going to be out for some time as well and apparently going to be out the rest of the year. Do you think that is a good thing or bad thing for WWE? Um, 
we've seen him gone longer. So it's it's quite fine. Like, yo, he's out here. He was at a you know, show, living his best life. He's going to be on the farm chilling. Like, this is what Brock does. Like, sometimes I don't even believe that he's really even injured. I think he just be telling people that so he doesn't have to work. I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> I'm sick. Ferris right. Bueller. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, say a little. Um, <laughs> Attica, Attica says, uh, someone someone says something dumb on Family Feud. Steve Harvey ain't letting that go. <laughs> yup. <laughs> that is true. That is so true. <laughs> That's us. That's us. Finally, the last bit of uh, SummerSlam news is about Chrissy Love's favorite, Ronda Rousey. As previously reported, Shayna Baszler choked out Rousey during the MMA Rules matchup Did at she? SummerSlam. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that there was dissatisfaction backstage over the match, which didn't connect with the audience. The performers blamed Creative for not doing mm -hmm. their ideas, while mm -hmm. Creative blamed them for what? only doing their ideas. As a result, no one was happy with how the match came off. And then in a post on Instagram, Ronda Rousey spoke about the end of her storyline friendship and tease leaving WWE entirely. She said, at Shayna Baszler, you were the reason I got into this business. Now I got no reason to stay. <gasps> Listen. Wow. Speechless, friend. Drop them bars. Drop them bars, yeah. Rhonda. I mean, Rhonda, Rhonda did the deed on the way out. Yeah. What are we going to say bad about Rhonda Rousey? She did the deed on her way out for her best friend. Got choked out completely. What are we going to say? She ain't even. She, did she even attack to Shayna Baszler? Get the better of a fight with Shayna Baszler during the buildup? No, no, she just she ate shit for her best friend on the way out. What can we? Make what can you say bad about Rhonda? Go ahead, Chrissy. And that's very, very rare. Sorry. You you sound so disappointed. You can't. Say I it. I really am. I really am very, very sad. Like I can't say anything about this because, again, I I I wouldn't want to stay either. That's one. Two. Don't try to blame me. When I'm sure they got receipts to prove, like this is not what they wanted to do. I'm sure of it. Like this is, and again, they are. They came from this this industry. Why would you not want them to like take control and the lead in it? Because they would be the ones to know how to execute it. You got you got them. You had you had doctors in the ring checking on Sheena. That's it. That's the that's the end of the fight in an MMA fight. If the doctors are coming and checking on Sheena, Ronda won. Ronda can't Ronda can't attack the the the, the doctors. And I think I think Ronda and Shayna know in an MMA fight you can't attack the doctors. So that was them. That was them dumb shit. They thought, oh, that that's gonna be the way to get the crowd into it. And the crowd was yeah. just like, eh. the crowd wasn't even in. They, they this was like bathroom break. This was a drink break. This was like time to get something, maybe something to eat before like the next couple. Because you know, after a while, they can't they stop serving alcohol. So let me get two more drinks and let me come back to my my chair like. Tell, tell me I'm lying, SP. We, we've been to enough shows where we know when it's time to go get yep. get a refill and all that stuff. If someone is going, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to go get everybody they refills and I'm going to come back. Like you, Two people got to be the ones if you go, especially if you're in a group. Two people will leave. Did I miss anything? Or we're texting back and forth. No, you ain't missing nothing. You can even hear it when you're at, on the line. We're all just chit-chatting and talking. We're having better conversations than this is what's happening out there. Oh, I'm lying. I'm flying. And I'm, right now, I'm sitting down, so... 
We got a bunch of people saying bye, Rhonda. Like, uh, Negro Bucks say bye, Rhonda. Wish I could have said it's been real, but you know, uh, Trey I mean, says. Yeah. <laughs> Trey said, "Not, not, damn, not creative clapping back, yo." That's I want to take the, that's that's what I'm saying. They don't want to take the blame for their foolish booking, so they were like, "Let's blame the wrestlers." They didn't tell us their ideas. I got, I guarantee you, they probably did more than uh, one occasion. I'm sure they had more than one story for them to do. This is we yeah. we know this industry. You have um, there's always more than one way to execute it. Yep. And she knows Annika MMA mixed with sports entertainment is always going to be a rough, a rough sale. Yes. Like, you you can't give us sell. a WWE style MMA rules match. It was going to fail. And that is on the booking. And like, That's what does that even booking. mean? What does that even mean? I, I, I still don't know. Uh, but since we already talked about the main segment we we're gonna talk about let's get into smackdown this week uh the show featured the aforementioned jimmy uso excuse for costin j tribal combat as it wasn't jealousy it was love because jimmy didn't want jay to become a corrupt tribal chief like roman oh what a thoughtful brother this led to Jay super kicking Roman Solo and Jimmy before saying he was leaving WWE to close the show. You also had EO Sky caused a no contest to Asuka versus Charlotte Flair by laying out both women <sighs> with Bailey. Yet Edge make his return to challenge Sheamus to a first time ever matchup next week in Toronto for his 25th anniversary. I thought this was one of the best parts of the show. This felt mm -hmm. like this didn't even feel like a promo exchange. It felt like two guys that were actually having a real conversation, which mm -hmm. is very rare in mm -hmm. WWE. Mm -hmm. I can and then finally, and then finally, just in case you thought that Jimmy Uso was a good decision with that excuse, WWE is like, here, we got another bad decision for you. As Rey Mysterio replaced an injured Santos Escobar to defeat Austin Theory to win the United States Championship. Romeo, now, I would need points off of that off of GP. I'm sorry. Now, sorry. I will say, I will say, as someone that has been uh, probably the leader on wrestling YouTube and wrestling media of we can't blame all the bad stuff in WWE on Vince. We can't blame all the good stuff on triple H. This is one move where I just looked at that and I was like, yeah, that's Vince. That's Vince because it seemed like triple H was building to Santos Escobar beating Austin theory for the championship. And I think Vince came in and was like, yeah, we're going to put the title on LWO, but let's put it on Ray. <laughs> let's put it on the, let's put it on the guy I know not the guy you're familiar with let's put it on the guy I know let's put it on Ray first of all like that's the match that we wanted to see you've been building up for this for how long we did a whole tournament for goodness sake they even fought each other he lost in the finals of the tournament just to win the championship poor Santos I, I felt that's who I felt bad for it's like it's like WWE like saved all their bad booking decisions for this week. <laughs> like like they had they had been on a good stretch of I didn't have any complaints really about WWE booking and any of my complaints could be considered nitpicking, which yeah. it's understandable if you view that as such. But these are real legitimate like these are le legitimate complaints about SmackDown and SummerSlam this week. I I. Yeah, 
That's it. There we go. There we go. Um, uh, I, I agree on everything you you just said, friend. Like, yeah. So is, is Santos even really injured, or is this just like this is just no, like, no? Okay, he's not. He's, he's not. not. Okay, just want to make sure. Just like because you didn't say him on the list of people that was injured, so I was just trying to like nope. put them together. I was like, oh, so this is just their stupid story. Got it. Very stupid. TN very very TN stupid. PNC saying Melter gave uh, Ronda versus Shader one and a half stars. Generous, generous one and a half stars. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah, that was yeah. I mean, again, it had good parts of the match, but the overall, it's, it, it, it's like tribal combat. Tribal combat, I thought was a good match, but it's because I tend to just forget that Jim Jay Uso was outside the ring just having a conversation with Paul Heyman for five minutes and not doing anything to Roman because Roman was hurt. I had to, you know, I had to put in the the excuses of Roman was hurt. This a walking brawl. This no DQ. This is that. This is this. Like, was he and injured just, before they even had the match, or he got injured during the match? During the match. Okay. During the match. So and that's then why just I got every down. Every time I came up with a different excuse, I was just like, "Yeah, that lowers my rating a little bit. That lowers my <laughs> rating a little bit." It was just like this was this was the worst Roman Reigns matchup since Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 38. Mm. He he was on a good what? stretch. He was, he was on, on a good, on a good stretch. stretch. Yeah. I have to go back and rewatch it. I haven't I haven't watched it over since I watched it the first time. I haven't rewatched it cuz I was like I really wasn't like captivated by it. it's like, you know what? Let me rewatch it. Like I watched Money in the Bank it was over too it's slow. like it was too slow. It was just drawn out. It was just like who like it was just it was so it was boring. It was boring. I'm sure the people that were there together with friends probably had more fun than watching the stupid matches and doing the other stuff behind the scenes. But other than that, I'm so happy I didn't invest. I didn't say, you know, let me go to SummerSlam one time, and get on a, a plane last minute and get out there. Big man dog saying it's wild how Sheamus got all his all of, all his world title runs back when he wasn't as good as he is now. That's a lot of cases though. Uh, big man mm -hmm. dogs. Look at the Miz. Miz got all his main a lot of his titles when he wasn't that good. Yeah. Now that he's yeah. he's actually he's actually a good wrestler, he doesn't mm -hmm. win that much. <laughs> he doesn't need to. At this point, yeah, yeah. He comes uh, in for the celebrities, like as per usual, or someone that's new on the roster. Him and Dolph, that's their jobs now. Like they don't, they don't need to be like top guys. They can be mid cards floating around or just doing stuff, you know, do TV and call it a damn day. <laughs> Ken Ken Lewis, you hit the nail on the head right there. Because I said, I said after SummerSlam, I was like. Did Vince Russo take over for Triple H? Because the whole Jey Uso turned. I was like, this, and I saw Annika earlier ask, was this Rush? And if so, why? It felt to me that this was WWE going into like the whole creative discussion and being like, we need a big twist ending. What can we do? <laughs> and this was the idea. This was the idea for the big twist ending to get people talking. This was it. But it wasn't really thought out far enough after that, because then you had the uh, Russell votes report that came out this week, Chrissy Love, that said that there are people backstage in WWE that are basically fighting for Jimmy and Jay's first matchup not to happen until WrestleMania. So we are going to wait seven months after the heel turn so this to so, do this. So th this is, and that's what we mean by like, do this in January. Don't do this in August. Like, you know, let him stop. Like, it could have been so many other ways to do this. Like, haven't Bret Hart and Owen Hart taught you anything? Apparently not. 
Clearly, he didn't live through any of that, Vince. Vince didn't live through any of that. Triple H didn't see Bruce that. Bruce Pritchard, all of you guys were there. Nope. I know Bruce is there. No? Nope. No, you He could talk about it. He could talk about it on his podcast, but he can't remember it. Um, But big news from WWE this week. Probably the biggest news of the week is an update on Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt is making his way closer to a return to the ring, according to a new report. As has been reported for the last several months, Wyatt has been out of action due to an undisclosed illness. Fightful Select reports that Wyatt is closer to being cleared, though he is not there yet. The report notes that there has been some ideas presented for a potential return in terms of creative, with one source noting that some were mentioned for September. Although those obviously wouldn't come to pass if the clearance uh, doesn't happen. The report notes that they've confirmed that the illness was quote unquote, both career and life threatening, but that he has significantly improved since then. As has been reported, there were plans to have Alexa Bliss and Eric Young involved in the angle with Bray Wyatt, basically a new Wyatt family. This was back in January. Uh, John Rossap went over basically the timeline of everything on his uh, podcast this week. But since Wyatt's sidelining, Bliss went on maternity leave and Young was granted a release from the company. Again, to emphasize, Wyatt is not yet cleared and there's still uh, no confirmed word on when he will be. They've also kept Bo Dallas uh, off of TV. So basically what Sean Rossap said on his podcast was in January, they came up with the idea of the new Wyatt family. It was going to be Bray, Bo Dallas as Uncle Howdy, Eric Young, and Alexa Bliss. Uh, by the time you get to basically like February, March, that's when the illness is starting to like come into play and creative is having to change at that point. That's also when Alexa Bliss that's goes to yeah. goes to the company and tells them like, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm going to take my maternity leave. And then we get to uh, after WrestleMania in April when the Endeavor deal is announced. Sean says that that is when Eric Young went to the company and basically said, Y'all confirm this man is is working with this company. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. basically and that's basically how Sean explained it. Sean did an excellent job with this story. Apparently, he was reached out to by uh by several people uh from Bray Wyatt in Bray Wyatt's camp that wanted this information out because there's been okay. less reputable sources that have been reporting about this, saying that Bray was uh, on his way back and stuff. So they reached out to Sean and Sean put out this report. So want to give Sean credit for what was a great report and updating us on. Bray Wyatt, where I'm just I'm just thankful he's all right. That you know it's not he's improved since then. And you know if we're if we then kind of transition into thinking about the wrestling, this is good news for Bray because the best thing about Bray Wyatt is the return. It's all downhill after the return, but now we get another return. So what do you think about this report and the fact that he had a life threatening illness? Um, I pray that he gets is he's doing better and he feels better. I hope that, that your health is the most important thing. I don't you, you don't have to in your family like nothing else matters. You know what I'm saying? So I pray everything. But yeah, um, after a while, like the return was the best thing. Other than that, like we what was the match? And then all of them were surrounded. What what, what was that Royal Rumble? The Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Still yeah. the worst match of the year. Yeah. Well, no, not well to you. I, I 
actually enjoyed the. I, I didn't like the the after the ending part, the after part. I was like, well, what's happening? I was fine with the the pitch black part. You know, if you remember, I was one of the few that enjoyed it. Um, high and all, <laughs> like. <laughs> hey, I already I already got my top five for the worst matches of the year. We'll see if something something gets you know is worse than these these ones, but I seem to have it. Mountain Dew pitch black match is number one. Ronda and Shayna has been added to this list because of that reaction from the fan. Not really because of the match being it bad, but that's an all-time bad reaction to a big-time match on a pay-per-view. Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Oh, that's yeah. an all-time worst debut. That has to be on the list. And I, I had to grab one from AEW, and the best one I could do is the match that killed the crowd at Double or Nothing, Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho. Those are the worst, my worst matches of the year. Let me know in the comments, in the live chat, in the comments down below, if you think there's been a match worse than that, and let me know what it is. Let me know in Nick, the comments down below. Nick Jackson, that is a fair point. However, I still enjoyed it because I, you know, because it didn't kick in really until like I was almost midway into that match anyway. So, at over. Uh, TNC saying <laughs> SummerSlam 1994, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Seal Cage match is still a classic, 100%. One of the best matches in SummerSlam. But again, history. like we're going to do like brothers and brother, you know, like going, like you guys are responsible for such, such other things, like not saying copy the whole thing, but like, Use that as a template. Like, don't how many times we've had to do a project and we already got like we've done a a, or a report before. We're gonna take what we wrote in the last one and use it for this one. I mean, I got through college very, very, very fair. So I'm just saying. You got me there, Valo B. Every evil match. That's true. That's true. Omos versus Brock Lesnar was way better than we all thought it would be. Yeah, it was way better. Way better than we all thought it would be. I don't think it was the worst one, but Annika. Annika, you're 10, not... maybe. See, see, this is why I asked y'all in the chat. Think 3D chess. Annika, you're thinking of the right event. You're just thinking about the wrong match. The match that should be on my list and is probably my number is in my top five because I only named four matches. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same show. Worst match. Um... <laughs> Royal Rumble, right? No, no, no. That was that was WrestleMania. Where he broke, the, where he broke his quad, Shane McMahon, where he broke his quad. Wait, well, didn't match that. Then that's when Snoop Dogg had to get. When Snoop right. Dogg had to come in. Right. Mm -hmm. I forgot all about that shit. Damn. TNC saying I thought uh, Jimmy versus Jay Uso would have main evented payback, but is wrong. Yeah. Because that's when that's you don't. Need, I mean, yes, I know that they want to have like that's the guy, the boys' dream. They want to fight each other at WrestleMania. The family is all there. Blah 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 blah. The dad gets it. You know. That's that's the dream, but let's just you have to prolong and and make the story captivate us and make it make sense. So, so yes, this is I why agree. I just wanted an accidental super kick at SummerSlam, and then Heyman steers the pot, and that leads to the first one-on-one -on -one matchup, and then that one-on-one -on -one matchup eventually leads to J Jimmy turning heel. So we were gonna get to the same place, but we could have got there a lot better if you just told. The story. How you feel about that, Juice? You do you agree? Juice agrees. See? He's like he's like that makes me limp, not rock hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as previously reported, Vince McMahon uh, has had major spinal surgery last month and has been out of action since then. Wait, uh, hold on. Wait, wait, hold. Wait, wait, who got? Where did you get this picture from? 
I asked Johnny. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that the surgery, news. the surgery on his back and is not is on his back and not his neck. There were some who believed it could be his neck as he had surgery on it in 1994 prior to the steroid trial. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter notes that McMahon still does heavy lifting even into his 70s. So that is probable cause for the back injury. The heavy lifting included squats, which eventually take a toll on the hips and back. It was noted that McMahon has had hip issues as well, but never had I surgery because... Never had surgery because he didn't want to give up heavy squats. He once warned Mick Foley against hip replacement surgery for that very reason. Also worth noting to the surprise of few, Vince McMahon was involved in the ultimate decisions for booking decisions before his surgery. Triple H said during the post-show press conference that McMahon is not involved in day-to-day. Not is he in it all the time, nor is he in it all the time. That said, Fightful Select notes that McMahon has strongly involved in the final say aspects of creative before he underwent Spinal surgery. And the reason why I'm emphasizing all of that is for Annika, who said, SP3, you said Triple H is not involved with the bloodline story. Well, what I'm saying is that reports confirm Vince McMahon is not involved with it right now. So only one person can be blamed for the stupidity of this past week. And it was the whole week, too. It just wasn't that on Saturday, it was on Monday. And then it was on for yesterday. The whole week. I, I can't even speak for NXT because I really pay, barely paid it any mind, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't even have nothing to say because it's just, you know. Flawed Paul. That's all I got to say. Flawed Paul. <laughs> Flawed Paul. Y'all keep defending them. Y'all make it easy for me every week to get these rants. I appreciate y'all. Anywho. I was say, didn't, wasn't he just his house raided and whatnot, too? Like, he need to go sit his old ass down somewhere. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, go sit like, down somewhere, please. Go sit go down sit somewhere, down. man. Like, enjoy retirement. Like, go. You just. Uh, like, please. So- Moving on to uh, WWE Raw this week. WWE Raw, uh, they did 1.88 million viewers, so some good viewership for this week's show. And it featured, uh, the the show featured and was centered around Can They Coexist theme, basically, which uh, was all about our main event of the show between the Judgment Day and Cody Rose and Seth Rollins as uh, they had a six-man tag set up in the opening of the show, uh, but before the main event, it was supposed to be Cody Rose, Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day. But Sami Zayn wound up being attacked backstage by JD McDonough, probably at the behest of Finn Balor, who was talking to him backstage. And actually, JD commented on the blood on the Judgment Day problems right now. JD attacked Sammy, taking him out. So Shinsuke Nakamura uh, volunteered to replace him, even though. You could tell something was up with that. Uh, Nakamura, Nakamura, Cody, and Seth went on to defeat the Judgment Day in a trio's main event. And then after the matchup, Nakamura turned heel by laying out Rollins with Kinshasa. Is it turning heel, though? 
Yes. One would. You are you sure? Maybe he was yes. already. That was already his motive anyway. Like he. Mm, no, nah, they they've been teasing that he's turning heel because he won with a with a roll up handful of tights last week. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Your begrudging sigh is hilarious to me. Uh, Chad Gable defeated Tommaso Ciampa, and Matt Riddle to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. And SmackDown's own LA Knight appeared on Raw to confront the Miz and laid him out with a BFT after a promo battle. I thought it was. I thought it was a good show. I, I didn't I'm, think it was that bad. I'm, thought, I'm happy I, I for out, of, out of all the three shows with bad booking decisions, this was the best one. Fair. Um, I'm happy they finally, you know, because usually when it's in your hometown, they don't even let people like win or get any like like type of good shine. So shout out to Chad for that. Like, you know, he he deserves this. He's made this whole thing and he's made apples into orange. I mean, lemon into lemonade or whatever, even though uh what's the name is stealing that right now, uh Becky. Um, but yeah. Good for him. Um, yeah, out of the three shows, um, Raw was I, the better one. In, and after a while, I felt like it was just like noise, just playing. And then, you know, once it was a good match, then you'd be in, invested in, into it. You know what I'm saying? Well, like they, they started off. They started off with a good match with the four-way, and then they yes. ended with a good match with the six-man. So. Right. Again, it's always good, like the starter and the finisher. Or sometimes the sandwich, you got soggy in the middle. So I just eat the bread, the outer part, you know, you got to just eat, you have to eat around the stuff so that you can enjoy it. So you don't be hungry. It's true. Teaching y'all, teaching y'all. Chrissy knows. Chrissy knows, folks. Uh, we got Joshua says, fans, all Vince's fault. Dirt sheets confirm he's back. Those same fans. Dirt sheets are reporting Vince is out. I don't believe it. <laughs> Love Josh. Josh is a man. Josh is a man. Uh, some raw notes before we finish up with NXT. Nick Aldis is back was backstage at this week's Raw and SmackDown. According to PW Insider, he's been given a tryout as a producer beginning on Raw this week. And he was also backstage as a producer in Calgary, Alberta for SmackDown last night. Uh, also earlier this week, another name that could be is possibly coming to WWE or should is about to be confirmed to be in WWE is former AEW star Brian Pillman Jr. It's believed to have, uh, he's believed to have signed with WWE. At the time, it was noted that he is expected to be uh, at uh, last Tuesday's taping. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Pillman has not actually signed with the company yet, and the company sources say that no creative involving him has been discussed yet. However, Pillman is currently having his medical tests, and once those come back fine, he will be signed. What do you think about Brian Pillman's chances in WWE? Hopefully it's better than the AEW one. I mean, <laughs> like, can't go wrong. I mean, you you know, go around to where you think it will work. Um, get you, know, you a it good It can't check. be much worse. It can't, I mean, you, listen, this is where you start and, you know, and you think that WWE is, you know, sometimes the worst at booking. I mean, it depends on the person. Poor Keith Lee. Um, get out where you can, friend. Just run. Run fast. I'm sorry. Come back. Run, over there. Run, run. WWE will I'm sure will take you if Paul if if Paul can kind of like just sink your teeth over there, but you know, then they might change your outfit again. I don't know. Damn. Hey, he he's damned if he do, damned if he don't. Right. Like you had on a whole cape and white hair. So 
I mean, <laughs> what can be what can be worse than playing? Like, he was a Bearcat in WWE. He was a magician in AEW. Right, like you were playing Harry Potter. I don't know. Like you were. I don't. I don't know. Like, what can be worse? Free Keith Lee, friends. Like free. Harry, no, fuck all Harry, of that. Free, Harry Potter free. and the limit. The Limitless Stone. No. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll leave. I'll leave. This is this is the face I have to give him because this is this is ridiculous. You not we're not gonna do this, Finn. Like this, I love this thumbnail as a face because this is like that every mom's look sometimes when your kids are pissing you off. This is that look right there. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that was good. Harry Potter and the Limitless Stone. That um, actually, that, and that just flew, I mean, you didn't even, that just flew right off your tongue like, like it was like, nothing. It was like a light bulb. Yeah, it just, light bulb. Ding. Uh, that, was, that was actually really, really good uh, SP. Wow. Wow. Damn. Him and, yeah, him and Swerve are very, like. <sighs> Swerve is good. Swerve is fine. Swerve no, is fine. Swerve is fine. He's finally got a win, though. Like, I free Finn Balor on that one, too. Like, Not I'm sick, and I'm the only you, one that. I'm the only one that do it. Swerve's been getting TV time. That's what it's all Swerve, about. Swerve, like Keith, Keith Lee don't Keith Lee don't really even lose. He just never on TV. But That's listen, I mean, I, I rather I, that, I'd rather to do be on TV getting paid and lose than not be on the TV and be eating catering backstage. Just as me. You you right. You you right. Okay, you got that one. You you right. You right. Okay, when well, you right, you right. I can say that. You right. Fine. But still, like a the loss is a loss, and I'm tired of losing on TV, friend. Like it's this is ridiculous. This is just just bad. When am I gonna fucking win? WWE NXT this week they did 776 viewers, uh, the highest did viewership, they? highest viewership for the shows in two years, Chrissy. Uh, we had uh, the show featured Dominic Mysterio defeating Dragon Lee to retain the North American Championship. Thanks in large part, of course, to Rhea Ripley's <laughs> interference. A brawl broke out between Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria and Dom and Rhea after the matchup, seemingly setting up a mixed tag match. Yeah, Tyler Bate beat Noam Dar to win the fake Heritage Cup <laughs> uh, later in the night. Noam Dar decided <laughs> decided to retire his fake Heritage Cup to get a shot at the real one. And you also had uh, Dijak and Wesley had a confrontation with Carmelo Hayes, where Carmelo Hayes called Wesley little nigga. Go out of your way to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. He, he called like, him little nigga. He said, he said, what you get on my face, little nigga? Um, great but stuff. We, it's allowed because we could do it. That's why he can't. If yep. it was Dijak, it was the other way. We couldn't. We would be up. It would exactly. have been an uproar. We're not saying anything. We don't have to say nothing because that ain't. We ain't. That ain't, ain't my business. That's why he left. You know what I'm saying? But that don't that worry sets about up it. sets up Dijak versus Wesley in a Vengeance Day rematch, num NXT Championship number one contenders match next week on the show in NXT news. It's a big one because the Wednesday night wars may be in the rear view, but it looks like WWE still has eternal goals involving NXT surpassing AEW's TV numbers during Tuesday's wrestling observer radio. Dave Meltzer reported that WWE officials have been, have set a new goal for NXT right now, which is for NXT weekly TV show to surpass dynamite in the 18 to 34 demographic. NXT TV numbers have been very strong uh, as uh, very strong as of late, 
thanks in large part to Dominic Mysterio and the Judgment Day on the show. <laughs> the last three weeks saw the show draw over 700,000 viewers and uh, a point. 2-0 rating in the 18 to 49 and Meltzer noted that while NXT didn't beat Dynamite uh, in the 18 to 34 demo last week the show came pretty close the week before the July 25th edition of NXT averaged 703 viewers with a 0.23 rating and that week the uh, July 26th edition of AEW Dynamite did 898,000 viewers and a 0.29 rating and NXT will be going head-to-head -head with AEW Dynamite once again this October as uh, Dynamite's going to be uh, preempted on TBS on Wednesday in October for the World Series. So they're going to be airing on Tuesday live against NXT once again. So expect a lot of main roster folks on that episode of NXT. Because you know they petty. And they, want, they, they, don't want, they, 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 they ain't got shit else to do. That's when they want to make the book and make sense. Uh, NXT has made sense the last couple of weeks. It's been good. I'm just saying, like that's when they'll put more and they'll invest more time into like having like big stars be on the show, make these storyline, make these big matches. Like that, this is when they're gonna invest their time when they should have did on you know this the pay per view that just had last week or whatever. So you know. Got uh, John Elise and Dirty Ex-Con Dom Needle Mover. Indeed, he is. And Romeo, of course, has to make it AEW versus WWE. As he says, Dirty Dom already outdraws half mil Phil. So shoot for the stars, Dominic. <laughs> asshole. What an asshole. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about some AEW. So we brought in a very special guest to join us this week. This gentleman, I've seen him in the chat, but I also know he has his own YouTube channel. He's a content creator, wrestling YouTuber. Uh, check out all his great content over on his own channel, which he'll be able to plug right, right now. First time guest on the Saturday morning cookout. It is big. Hero, Chris. What's up, Chris? Thank you for joining us, sir. What's up, everybody? Y'all doing all right? Hello. hello. Doing Welcome. well. Great to see you. Good to see y'all, too, man. I finally made it, man. Romeo's been trying to get me on for the longest time, but I finally made it, man. <laughs> Happy to be here. Well, I try my best with the intro to let everybody know all the great things you're doing, but I want to give you the floor. Let everybody know how you're into the wrestling media, kind of uh, what you do day to day as far as wrestling coverage. The floor is yours, sir. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, like you mentioned, SB3, I have my own YouTube channel, Big Hero Chris. Search me up, follow me, like the videos, you know, all that stuff. You know, I do uh, reviews, predictions, reactions sometimes, you know, just different wrestling content. And um, the thing I'm really known for is my Twitter <laughs> because, you know, I get real crazy and I just say whatever's on my stupid little mind on my Twitter. So, you know, Twitter, YouTube, you know, just those things right there. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we appreciate you joining us and to discuss some AEW here. We do have a uh, couple of comments in the chat showing you some love. We got Negro Bug saying, what's up, Chris? We got Bala B who says, hello. Hey, welcome to the show, Chris. We got Ken who says, big Chris. We got Francis World saying, yeah. what's up, Chris? We got Annika saying, hey, Chris. Bunch of love hey. for Chris. Love to see it. Love to see it, y'all. Appreciate y'all for that. But let's talk about AEW this week. And, of course, we're going to start off with AEW Dynamite. They did 846,000 viewers for this week's show. And That's the show bad. featured... 
Uh, not 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 bad, but definitely below what they were usually uh, doing. But the show featured more greatness from Better Than You, Bay Bay, as MJF and Adam Cole celebrated their all-in main <laughs> event by going to a trampoline park. I where think this MJF... is one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> where MJF played dodgeball with kids, which included him <laughs> saying, I'm your dad, and throwing a dodgeball at a child, mm -hmm. um, and, a, and a child flipping them off at the end before uh, Adam Cole told MJF to hit her with the ball, before having a, a superb even better segment in the ring, ring yeah. where yeah. where they uh Adam Cole basically presented the opportunity for MJF and him to challenge Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships at the All In London Zero Hour pre-show, and then you also had Roderick Strong, who I thought was the MVP <laughs> of this mm -hmm. entire segment, mm -hmm. interrupting, <laughs> leading to MJF putting him in his place by telling him to do what, what other generic white guys do and go home, slam your door, turn on Taylor Swift, and shake it off, you bland bitch. And uh, Roderick told, told Adam, are you going to let him talk to me like that? Man, listen, listen. This is All like this gold. Jealousy, if jealousy is a person, that's it. See, this is what you do, WWE, jealous. Jealousy. Like, this is how you, you execute it. Uh, Adam Cole was not pleased with all of this with MJF uh, talking to, Adam, to Roderick like that he pushed MJF which seemed like we were on the brink of again breaking up this duo but cooler heads prevail as our best friends stuck together you also had Hikaru Shida become the first woman to win back to back dynamite main events in history of this company by really? beating Anna Day to retain the AEW Women's World Championship and to qualify for the fatal four-way for the AEW Women's World Championship at AEW All-In. You also had the Young Bucks defeat the Hardys in a pretty good opener, much better than Double or Nothing 2022, that's for mm. sure. Uh, yeah. Post-match, the Bucks accepted FTR's all-in challenge, so that is official for the big show in Wembley Stadium as well. You had the Jericho Appreciation Society have a mandatory meeting that led to Chris Jericho having his entire group walk out on him, which led to his decision on Don Callis uh, being set up to happen on next week's show. Yet RVD turned back the fucking clock <laughs> against Jack Perry yeah. as Jack Perry picked up the win, retaining the FTW Championship. Had a hell of a tag team matchup. Great match here as Blackpool Combat Club defeated uh, the Lucha Bros. And Darby Allen uh, explained AR Fox turned on him because he got a job for Nick Wayne and not him. Darby Allen only cares about his white friends. Before Sting <laughs> appeared to take you know out Swerve and Fox <laughs> to a uh, and challenged them to a coffin match at all in oh my god that means like that swerve and them gonna lose that you know what what this is this is some never mind it's all right he's in Wembley Stadium I said it's okay if you if you're on the show why are you mad you can't be mad you're on the damn show <laughs> what are we doing big hero Chris Chris what did you think about this week's uh dynamite what was the highlight low light from this week's show Oh man, the highlight definitely was every anything dealing with Adam Cole and MGF. MGF just beating up children with dodgeballs. That popped me big time. 
Um, Roderick Strong crying like a little bitch with his neck brace on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he said, Adam, are you really gonna let him talk to me like this? I was crying, bro. That had me rolling. Right, yeah. Why now? What's 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 Roderick's beef now? He's just mad because someone stole his friend. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's just jealous, you know. He's jealous. He's, he's jealous. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, Adam Cole is my best friend. I came That's to this my friend to be to be with my best friend, and now he's hanging out with this jerk. Right. We were in the undisputed area. We have hand science and everything. He's like, how are you going to go after the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles with him and not a Ring of Honor legend (laughs) and your best friend, Roderick Strong? You sound just like him, though. That's the funny part. (laughs) So great. So great. Oh, man. What was your low light from this week's show, Chris? Or it was the low light, um, the Jericho appreciates the society stuff. That that was my low light. I I don't care. Yeah, no one. Straight did. up, I don't care. Naina J <laughs> looked amazing, first of all. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really don't care. Like, oh, we're gonna break up. You, you don't appreciate us. I love my head. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> Yeah, like this this whole group is just like, man, you how can anyone care about the only person I care about in this group, the only person that gained anything from this group is Daniel Garcia. It's Daniel Garcia. That's the only person. Yeah. Is this this it feels like Jericho has had two different groups to elevate two different guys. He used mm-hmm. Inner Circle to elevate Sammy. He used Je- Jericho Appreciation Society to elevate Garcia. Because no one else from either one of those groups got anything out of them. Right, because each group has like 32 members, like the Wu Tang clan, but you can only elevate, <laughs> elevate one person. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> we can only get one method, man. Sorry, guys. <laughs> only one method. Only one method. Uh, John Elite asking, Is Roddy joining the elite? Where do you think this uh, whole story is heading, Miss Chrissy Love, after this week with just. Three weeks ahead, or less than three weeks before Wembley Stadium. How do you think this is all going to shape out with Roddy and Kingdom becoming more prominent members of this storyline? That's actually a really good question. Um, I really don't know. I'm just here for a good time to see like what they're going to do to execute it or whatever. Uh, I'm here for him being uh, the whole jealous guy, or whatever. So if Roddy goes with them, because I, I guess the the king the, the kingdom is now on here more. Then I guess you know over there, like not traveling on um in Europe and like Japan and or whatever like that. So, um, I'm eager to see it happen. I wonder how it would be executed. To be honest, I, I'm just like, what's the end goal? Like, what's gonna make me like like them? I mean, I like the kingdom by themselves as it is. So you know, hey, it's pretty simple. What's gonna happen here? And I saw it all from this segment. I was like, oh, okay. So Adam Cole is the one that's turning heel. Adam Cole's turning heel, and he's going to align with Roddy and the Kingdom, and they're going to be the That's top. That's the one that Maria Menounos is. The, no, Maria Canellis. Maria Canellis. Yeah. Her husband is Mike Bennett. Her husband the is Kingdom. the one. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Because Cole was Wrong in group. the King. Cole Sorry. was the. Cole created the Kingdom. Cole created the Kingdom. He created the wow. Kingdom 
Put them all like together. For me. This, I don't know that Put side them all of the together in Ring of Honor. Right, right, They're all okay. Ring of Honor legends, all four of them. It just makes all the world a sense. I think that the kingdom costs better than you, Bebe, the ROH tag team titles on the pre-show. And then we get a fair babyface versus babyface match in the main event. MJF wins. We think we're just going to get a hug at the end and maybe lights go off. And when they come back on, Roddy and the kingdom is in the ring and they jump MJF. And we end the night with the new kingdom on top of AEW. Okay, I'm invested now. Okay, got and it. And MJF is the top baby face now. Look at that. Yeah, because everyone loves because everyone is in love. Tell me that wasn't a rock promo. That was yeah. a straight up <laughs> straight rock up. promo on Roderick Strong. The whole though, I mean, you're gonna take your or, or an Austin promo. You're gonna take your ass in the car. What? what? You're gonna go to your to your house. What? What? You're gonna run up the stairs. What? You're what? gonna close the door. What? You're gonna put on your Taylor Swift. What? what? And you're gonna shake it off your bland bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's rock. That was rock Austin one on one. MJF gets it. He is just he has basically turned his act, and now he is just directing it towards the heels. You don't change anything. He is popular right. because he has played this character to a T. All he yeah. has to do is direct it at the heels now. And then yeah. Cole turning on him will build sympathy, which is another thing a babyface needs. So he is sky's the limit for him. I don't know how that's going to work with the whole bidding war of 2024 part of this story, but I'm sorry. This is the second time in this company MJF feels like the hottest babyface. You go with it the second time since you didn't do it the first time. I get it. I agree. Go it. Yep. Yeah, I agree with your point about like MJF still being the same person, but it's just directing everything at the heels now. Because it's like when The Rock was the corporate champion and he switched to being the people's champion, he didn't mm -hmm. switch anything. He just said, okay, now I'm going to talk trash about the big show instead of talking trash about Stone Cold Steve Austin. So. Correct. Correct. Yep. Just change who you address your, your comments to. That's all. Right. I still yeah. be me. I still, I'm, still a, I'm still a jerk, but I'm with a jerk that people like. I'm, yeah, I'm the people jerk now. I'm, I'm, I'm the people scumbag. I'm your scumbag. Yeah, I'm, I'm your I'm scumbag. scumbag. And like he, he he proved it on on Wednesday when he was like, "Oh my God, I love being in the Midwest. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and he and he now he loves pops. He doesn't. He never wants to wrestle more than twice a year, and he's wrestling twice in one night for pops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's changing before our eyes. Yep. Uh, we got Negro Buck who says, and that's probably what's going to happen, SB3, since TK keeps stealing your ideas. At least credit me, TK. Or at least credential me when I apply for tickets. Give me media tickets. What the fuck? <sighs> Jesus. Uh, You're going to have to get my friends to meet. Like, he got to get on the team in a press conference. This is not, this is unacceptable. Right. They either, tell, they either. Tell the message either you need to go on these. These, these these press tours, you have to do them. AEW WWE people either don't watch our content or they do watch our content, and that's probably why I'm not allowed at media. <laughs> nah, we heard what you said. We're, you... <laughs> we're good with that. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> TNC said SP3, great way to lead to face MJF versus heel punk. That is true. That is true. True. Oh, reverse. Because, oh. And then also this, because. The belt, uh, the belt hold, the whole belt situation, too. Right. And then it's also because of this, uh, we can we can also do the MJF Cold 3 at All Out the next week. 
if he's because then the dynamic changes because then you have Cole as the heel, uh, MJF as the baby face. So, a couple of interesting ways they can go about this, but they this feels like yeah. AE, AEW's kind of answer to the bloodline a storyline yeah. that has everybody kind of it's hot, it's having everybody talking, everybody's talking about the different ways it can go from here. So, it and, feels it's, and it everyone's is, connected some kind of way, like it's a story yeah. b- behind the stories. Right. Yes. Uh, we got Frantic Rose. He said, "If only Colorado uh, was better, and Ro- and uh, Bobby Fish was coming back to be a part of this story." Yeah. AEW <laughs> didn't want to. They didn't want to put that number on the paper, man. Y'all saw it on the interview. They didn't want to put the number on the paper. It ain't Bobby's fault. Fish knows he, he values himself. I ain't mad at Bobby. I ain't mad at. I, n- I never been. I never been mad at Bobby. Bobby always been for himself. He always know. What he, I l- listen. That's why he left the one. Did he leave WWE or he got fired? He got released. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, but he was. It was rightfully so. It's fine. It's okay. He knew. He knew that he was being valued anyway. I love. I love when MJF calls Roddy a default call. <laughs> generic white boy. <laughs> generic white boy. You do whatever generic white boys do. Uh, <laughs> We got Trey Joe saying hashtag justice for SB3, hashtag media tickets for SB3. Yes, let it go in. Get it going in there. Uh, Trey saying, I need MJF to cook Bobby Fish. Don't you dare. Ooh. He can never. He can never. He can never. Where's the <laughs> Um, <laughs> But some AEW news and one of the bigger news of this uh, week of the Wrestling Observer newsletter uh, was a lot of AEW All in London news, which will be our news portion here, and centering around Kenny Omega's plans for the show. On this week's episode of Dynamite, Kenny Omega did a quick backstage promo where he said he would have a sit-down interview with Jim Ross to let everybody know his plans for AEW All in. Well, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, the rumored plan for all... The rumor plan for All In as of right now is that Kenny Omega will team with Kota Ibushi and Hangman Adam Page against Konosuke Takeshita, Jay White, and Juice Robinson of Bullet Club Gold in a six-man tag. And then uh, then Omega would face Takeshita in a one-on-one matchup at All Out. So six-man tag, Omega, Page, and Ibushi versus Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold for All In. Chrissy Love, I'll start with you. Do you think that this is worthy of a former AEW world champion and one of the best wrestlers in the world being in this match at the huge event at Wembley Stadium? Hell yeah, what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Then it's a no-brainer. Like, you see all those, those men on that, that's, put that, that thing back on the screen real quickly. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, why are you even asking me this question? Like, duh. Well, well, it's the thing that Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the world. So a lot of people believe he should have a singles match at All In. No, he'd be all right. He could, he could, share, the, he could share the stage with these three people. It's not, first of all, Kenny Omega doesn't even have to even wrestle, to be honest. He could just be a behind the scenes. He doesn't, he don't have to do this. Like, he's, he's doing you guys a favor, to be honest. I will. I will say that my, my initial thought was they should do the formal Golden Lovers reunion at All In. So it what should be, that, it friend? should, 
it should be the tag team matchup of the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi right. versus Chris Jericho and Konosuke Takeshita. What I fear with this report is that Jericho is turning babyface next week and denying Don Callis. So we get Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho at All In. And then that will leave Takeshita to team up with Bullet Club Gold. (laughs) To team with Bullet Club Gold to face... Uh, and the fact I, I'm not even upset that this is the plan for Kenny Omega because, like I said, I think Kenny Omega should be in a tag team match, and they should do the Kakashina match at All Out because that's the tougher sell. That's going to be the tougher ticket to sell. That's going to be the tougher pay per view to sell. So you put the match you you've been building to show. right, right, on right. that one, right? Okay, but okay. This six man tag, my main problem with it is the fact that Hangman Adam Page coming out of Revolution 2023. Felt like he was back. Felt like he was back being a main eventer, an important pa- a player in this whole thing. Uh, they put him in the whole Bl- uh, Blackpool Combat Club elite feud, and mm-hmm, he looked like mm-hmm. a star when he returned and stuff. Yes. And he looked good in various parts, and he had great matches. But coming out of that, it feels like we're once again where we were after he lost the AEW World Championship. Yes, it's you very don't have stale. a plan for yeah. Hangman Adam Page. If you're throwing him in this matchup, you don't have a plan for Hangman Adam Page. You should have a plan for Hangman Adam Page. He is the most disrespected former AEW World Champion ever. Chris, what do you think about this whole plan for AEW All In? Um, you, you're not lying on certain things, friend. Yeah, yeah, you were preaching a little bit. You were preaching a little bit, my good brother. Remember, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I definitely can understand the frustration with um, Kenny's placement and as far as all in goes. Especially, I, I think I saw a rumor. I, I'm pretty sure I did see a rumor on Twitter that Kenny was, supposed, was originally supposed to wrestle Brian Danielson mm. before he broke his arm. Yes, right? yes. So that would have been crazy, a crazy yes. singles match. You know, yes. that would have just been bananas. So to go yeah. from that to going to a six-man tag, I, I can understand why people would be frustrated with that, especially with Hangman's involvement, because it's like, okay, so you have a couple weeks left to build this pay-per-view, and if this is indeed the match, how do we get from this point now to all-in with Hangman's involvement? Because you haven't really seen him on TV since right. Red Guts. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has seen any of the only on TV since Blood and Blood, since like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since his past episode, you know what I'm saying? Right. So. It's it's strange. Uh we got big man dogs that says juice about to take another pin. Yeah. yeah. My boy, my boo, <laughs> yeah, and I changed my background. Yep, juice about to take another <laughs> pin, friend. And, and, and now he's fine with losing, I'm sure. He don't care. Juice is good. Juice is having fun. Like these are people that oh, don't mind being, you know, the taking the L. Yeah. The other people, like I'm, like, come on, guys, like they, they, I'm sure they mind that they got, they keep losing, and you guys are making them lose. Yeah, and see the the, the you you gave a the match that they're uh, saying that's in is in the plan. It's very obvious who's getting pinned. It's not very obvious in your suggestion here, big man dolls. Who loses that? They should just have Jay versus Kenny in a singles match. They're trying to protect Kenny, who's taking big losses against John Moxley, Will yes. Ospreay yes. over last month. Yes. They're trying to right. have him keep just a little bit of credibility yeah. Yeah. just in mm-hmm. case they want Takeshna to also beat him. Correct. So right. you're not going to have Jay White beat him the week before. Right. Exactly. Jay White can't lose because he's on an undefeated streak. So you're Correct. booking a matchup where no one can lose. 
So they're trying to keep both guys where they're 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 both credible winners and still make them still look good. Right. They're trying to keep everybody protected, you know, Protect, just right, in case. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't be and, mad at them. It's like they're the ones that booked it in the damn first place. Stupid. See, this is a better suggestion to me. Finish the Jay White hangman story. See, that is one where I can see someone losing because you have kind of defined hangman down from where he was after revolution. So he can afford the loss. So if you that's your suggestion as the replacement match, yeah. Hangman and Jay White, I'll take that. And then do the golden lovers versus Takeshna and a partner. Do that. But this is also stemming from like what what he what he said. If Daniel didn't get injured. We wouldn't even be having these conversations right now because the whole Blackpool combat thing—they would still be having this this, this match, and they probably would have a sixty-minute ma- sixty-minute match because the first one was thirty minutes, maybe. <laughs> maybe no one knows. Maybe yeah. <laughs> at least forty. At least forty. At least, yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> we got uh, Mama Jackson. I believe that is a Jericho needs to take a break. Tired of seeing him every week. Look at Mama Jackson. Oh, yeah. Hi, Mama Jackson. Oh, Look at that. Uh, we got Trey who says Jericho getting more screen time than Keith Lee should be a crime. 100%. Free Keith 100%. Lee. 100%. I'm saying it. 100%. Free Keith Lee. Yo, that, oh, that, that Harry Potter joke you told about Keith Lee, that had me crying, bro. I, <laughs> <laughs> the limitless stone, it was just it hit me like a, like a brick. I was so like, I said oh it. He, he, it just rolled right off his tongue, man. Like, yeah. so I was like, he, he looked like one of, he could be one of the teachers. At the school, like he's like the cool teacher, but he's still got a cape he's, on. He's the black, he's the black big one. He's the big one, the big one yeah. with the beard. He's the big one with the beard. That's him. He's just the black. Person. Oh, there's like an older, the, the older verse. Hagger? Is it Hagger or something? Oh, uh, like what's that? his name? Uh, Hagger. Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I retained just enough from reading those books when I was a kid. Um, Wow, I never dogs. even thought about that part. Yo, that just like blew my whole mind, yo. <laughs> we got big man dogs. He says, Hangman <laughs> should be AEW surfer sting. Yeah, they just never get behind him that much. Negro Bucks says, Kenny Omega versus Jay White has to be built up to. Uh, there's a lot of history there. We got big man dogs. He says, I feel like Jay could take an L from Kenny without looking that much worse off. Yeah, he can, but that's not what they want to do. do. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's not the booking. Like That's like, not what it's supposed to look like. They're supposed to make they, Jay like be this... this... Chris, Chrissy, they literally yeah. did a two out of three falls matchup where Juice Robinson took both falls. Right. They don't want Jay White to take a loud. Like, it's pretty obvious got, after that. He probably got it in his contract. I told you, and whenever you go into these places, you got to put it in the writing. We're not doing this with y'all. I'm not doing it. No. Nope. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, we got uh, Big Man Dawn saying, yeah, Jay going over uh, Hangman would be perfect. Uh, we also got Ken saying, I just want Jay to say in a promo that he single-handedly sold out Webley Stadium. <laughs> we need it! We yes. need it, yes! Oh, that's great. The, yeah. I did, this, is my, this is my hometown. Like, this is, this is nothing. Like, you got, they're here for me. You wouldn't have AEW voice for um, Jay White. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, a new report has some details on talent considered for AEW All-In that had to be changed up due to injury. Fightful Select uh, reports that before he broke his arm against Kazuka Okada at Forbidden Door, Brian Danielson was considered to face Kenny Omega at the show. The match was not fully set down before the injury, but it was something that was discussed. AEW sources noted that there were other plans for Omega also in the mix. Omega is reportedly, you know, like we said, set for the Hangman Kota Ibushi versus Kanosuke Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold match at All In. The report also notes that the company had high hopes for Jamie Hayter to make it back from injury before the show, but yeah. that is no longer the case as she is expected to be out the rest of the year. And finally, Pac was set to be part of the show before he suffered an injury. And then one final note on All In, a congratulations to All Elite Wrestling as tickets are starting to move again for AEW All In and now that matches have been announced and the show has already surpassed their record WrestleTix reports that the event has now moved past WWF SummerSlam 1992 to break mm. the all-time record for the most attended the most attended event in European wrestling history. SummerSlam had 79,127 in attendance and all in as of right now has officially 79,346 tickets already <laughs> distrib distributed. The current setup is for 84,048, so there are only 4 1,702 tickets left from a sellout, and that assumes that more tickets aren't being made available before the show, and there are only 1,600 tickets on secondary markets as of right now, which is extremely low for the 79 tickets out. 79,000. So, so did they probably like buy a bunch of tickets too, and they're just going to give them away to people to make it seem like, hey, yeah, we sold out all these tickets? I mean, they could. They could. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they want to do that because, man, you already had people like, oh, this this setup is only for forty thousand. They're not yeah. <laughs> so. Why would you feed into that by buying a bunch of tickets? Right. What do you think about the success of AEW All In, despite all the injuries that AEW has going on right now, uh, Chris? I mean, the fact that they sold so many tickets without announcing any matches, that's that's incredible. That's an incredible thing to be proud of. And then as more matches are announced, you're going to get more tickets being sold. So even in spite, in the, in spite of um all the injuries you had, because, you know, I'm pretty sure Jamie Hayter was supposed to be a big part of that. Pac, you know, pulling up. And it sucks that he's injured again. That really sucks because Pac's one of my favorite guys, and it sucks that he's yeah. injured. So, But, you know... Even though you, you have all these injuries going against you, they still they're still doing the damn thing. So hey. Yeah. I, I'm not as I'm not like a lot of people that I saw like on social media that are critical of the matches <laughs> being announced for yeah. all in. Oh, that I was think, crazy. <laughs> yo, like you would have you would have thought like you would have thought uh, Young Bucks versus FTR was L Los Lamanadors versus New Day or something. <laughs> right? Like you're getting one of the biggest. They're they're culminating one of the biggest tag team trilogies of the last decade. They're exactly. giving you the, the hottest program in the main event and the opener on the pre-show. Like, and on top, you know on top of all that, though, you, I'm, I'm, I, my bad, I didn't mean to step on mm -hmm. you, but uh, on top okay. of all that, a couple months ago, you didn't think Young Bucks versus FTR would be possible. We're getting that on the pay per view. Come on, they just have some. They just need something to talk about. People are gonna watch the paper, even if the, the there was not even one match being talked about. They still was gonna watch it. They still gonna go. 
Like they could talk all that stuff. They just talk to just talk. I mean, even if they had two matches announced, I'm gonna still watch it. I'm not gonna. I'm not going, but I'm gonna still watch it. Can't afford it. Fucking right. AEW, give me my media ticket. <laughs> Can someone please get SP the damn media tickets for goddamn sakes? Jesus, Tony you know, Khan. You, you know what's the only event they ever, uh, you know, clear me? Uh, like, like, be like, okay, you can have a ticket. It's always Grand Slam. Always fucking wow. Grand Slam. Always like, <laughs> it has to be in New York, Tony. You only can clear me and give me a media ticket for New York shows. But again, Do more wow. shows in New York Everybody then. Everybody else, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, come, come on, you know, Tony. You know, you have emailed the right person. You got to rub shoulders with the right person, SP. See, That's I, what I gotta, it is. I gotta, I gotta ask Sean and Jeremy if I can apply under Fightful. Maybe then they'll 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 they'll, they'll clear me for a media ticket. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we got. So you know, mad of... people over there. You they gotta get you somewhere. Somewhere. How in there? It's true. It's like two it's weeks. True. Hurry up. Monica <laughs> says, "Come on, Danielson. You gotta pull up a little. You gotta pull up a little bit so we can have all of our dream matches." Now nah, I want Danielson to live. I'm good. He could take off. <laughs> I want him to live a life. Um, <laughs> Big got Red Dog at home, like let, like he got just. Big Red Dog says, "I wonder what the stage setup will look like for yeah, All In." Uh, John crazy. John Elite saying, "What's the capacity of Wembley? It's ninety thousand, but that doesn't include like staging and everything." Right, so. right. Because remember, they're gonna do like you know, you you know, they're gonna do like the half. I think. Like, I think- the- I think if they get to eighty thousand uh in the next couple of weeks, they'll release like maybe like four to five thousand more and probably push it to like maybe like eighty three, eighty four, eighty five thousand right. for the sellout. Uh we got here uh yes, Annika saying Sting and Darby uh versus Swerve and AR Fox is gonna hump. I, I, I am gonna enjoy <laughs> that. I did I did say this on AE Ramble this week hump? and I will I will say it again. <laughs> this was not supposed to be the matchup. That's what I will say. I had it on good authority. I was told in May before Double or Nothing that the plan for this summer was Sting and Darby versus Swerve and Brian Cage. Yes, I, w- I was told way in advance that Swerve was was combining with the embassy like before Double or Nothing. And then uh, it was supposed to be Swerve and Brian Cage. So I don't know what AR Fox did to take Brian <laughs> Cage's spot, but hey, good for hey, him. brother, more power to you. More, more brothers out there. That's I'm about to say I'm betting see. on black. That's, That's right. all that matters. <laughs> betting on black, bro. <laughs> TNC said Tony Khan should give SP3 a VIP experience. Hell yeah! Chrissy Love don't invite me to be a chaperone, so I need I need Tony Khan to give me a VIP experience. Shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got <laughs> Trey who says hashtag justice okay. for SP3. Let me make it. I'm a, okay, no problem. I'm going to call Mr. Perry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say, I'm going to call your mama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trace says, hashtag the African-American dragon. Yes, that's my nickname. <laughs> African-American dragon. That's me. Um, EW Collision last Saturday. Did not do good in the ratings, guys. 417,000 viewers. Their lowest viewership Sheesh. for the show yet against SummerSlam. 
but it was a good show. The show featured well, because they went against. Okay, sorry. SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. CM <laughs> Punk beating Ricky Starks in a good main event matchup to retain the real world championship. Thanks in large part to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who stopped Ricky Starks from cheating in the matchup before counting to one, two, three. Post-match, though, Ricky attacked Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from behind and even whipped him with his own damn belt. Bravo to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because mm -hmm. uh, Cam Hawkins, who was on the show last week, revealed on House of Wrestling, this was all Steamboat's idea to get Starts Heat back. So great job by Steamboat there. Uh, you also had in the opener, FTR defeating Brian Cage and Big Bill in a very good matchup to retain the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Post-match, FTR challenged the Young Bucks to a rubber match for the titles at All In at Wembley. You also had one of the greatest promos of all time, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Christian yes. Cage turned heel on his own damn daughter by getting her removed from the building for axing to hold his TNT championship. Christian Cage is a godsend to people who appreciate heels. Uh, and finally, you he had said, Samoa fuck them Joe. Kids. That's the fuck them kids of a person. <laughs> that would be him. Samoa Joe beat Sir Pentago in the quickest collision match ever. Uh, and post-match, Joe challenged CM Punk to a match at All In London to finally end their rivalry. So all in all, good episode. Chris, what did you think about Collision? And do you think if people watch SmackDown, they should go out of their way to watch last week's Collision? I mean, SummerSlam, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, definitely. So um, what I did was I watched SummerSlam, and I'm like, damn, I should have just ended up watching Collision. But, you know, I had it. <laughs> oh, you, you, you wasn't here for our – oh, man, you should have heard. Me, me and SP talking at least maybe 35 minutes about our SummerSlam and, like, what we thought about it and how it was very lackluster or whatever. Oh yeah, I, I caught that part. I, I oh, caught it. I, I, yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah. I've never seen a show with that many great matches be that bad of a show. Right. <laughs> I, yo, there was a lot that. of good matches on SummerSlam, but I'm, I'm like, y'all already talked about SummerSlam. My bad. I'm talking about. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You, please, yeah. we, we want to know. They want to know. So, all right, all right. So. The MMA style match, like, it was a WWE style MMA match. And I'm like, y'all could have just made this like a false count anywhere. Y'all could have picked any other stipulation for this. Why did you have to go with MMA style if you're going to do a WWE style MMA style match? Like, come on. <laughs> is this what we have to look for since they've done this whole merger now? Because if it is, God help us all. Oh, I didn't even think about the merger. That makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, and the fact that I they bump, and they, and they bump Becky and Trish off for that, I'm like, come on, son, come, come on. You don't want him out there about that one now. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think about uh, Collision? I and mean, when did you watch Collision? I ended up um, watching Collision the next day because, like, after um, SummerSlam, I did my own little review, and I went to bed because I had to um, work it the morning, so I just ended up watching Collision um, after that. But um, Collision. Ricky Starks, I got to say, Ricky Starks, like, the best thing about Collision is how they've been handling Ricky Starks and Jay White. Because, like, mm -hmm. I posted this on Twitter about a couple weeks ago. Sassy heel Ricky Starks is my favorite <laughs> AEW wrestler right now. Sassy. <laughs> yeah, he comes out, he's just sassy. He needs to pose and everything. You know, he, he's, he's doing his thing. I'm, I'm liking Ricky Starks right now. 
That is, that is low key sassy though. Yeah, you're right. That yeah. is that is low key sassy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's light skinned too. So that doesn't make things any better. You know what I'm saying? Just sassy and then light skinned. That you're just making light skinned people look bad. Come on, Ricky. Sorry, but uh... come on, friends. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I did really enjoy Collision. Um, Samoa Joe promo setting up there from for his match with Punk. I'm ready for that. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I really enjoy Collision. Yeah, I thought the collision was a more of a maintenance show than I thought it would be, but it did a lot of like good setting up for all. Yeah, it did a, a whole lot of good setting up for the tag team match and then Punk yeah. versus Joe. So we got Negro Buck in the chat who says might be unnecessary, but fuck it, man. Make FTR versus Young Bucks uh three a two out of three falls match. FTR has nothing but bangers when it comes to that a match that match type, but it would be automatically compared to the Bullet Club Gold matchup. So don't do that to it. It yeah. don't it it already has to be compared to the previous two matches between the two teams. Don't also add in another all time tag team matchup for it to be compared to. Correct. So no. And and that no, it'll be compared to two of them because it would also be compared to the FTR DIY matchup as well. No one, no one wrestling fans. So yeah, no, that that's not know that. There's a lot of reasons why that's no. Um, <laughs> and yes, yeah, sassy Ricky start. Sassy Ricky is best. Ricky says Trey. Uh, we had one news note from a Collision, and it's more to do with the future for AEW, as a lot of talk has been about all in, all out. Not a lot of talk has been about the final pay per view of the year. Full Gear. AEW has set down a date and location for November's Full Gear. According to uh, Fightful Select, the company currently has the pay-per-view set for Saturday, November 18th at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California on their internal calendars. November 18th is a Saturday, though, so that would mean that AEW Collision would have to be adjusted in some way, though it is not clear how that would happen. Fightful Select notes that Full Gear was discussed fairly recently to take place on Sunday the 19th, but that is not viable because AEW avoids scheduling pay-per-views on Sundays due to the fact that Tony Khan doesn't want to compete with the NFL, particularly Mm -hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars, has a home game on Sunday, November 19th against Ah. division rival Tennessee Titans, top guy JJ. Uh, The report adds that in addition, they've heard that AEW Dynamite that week will be in Ontario, California. Of course, the usual caveat goes that things could change. But as of now, the 18th in L.A. is the plan. So full gear in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, usually one of their better crowds. So I think that makes sense. On that point, uh, the form where the Lakers used to play. Uh, But that would be three. That's too big. That would be three pay-per-views for AEW on the Pacific Coast this year. Hey. Is that a bad revolution in revolution in San Francisco, double or nothing in Las Vegas, and now full gear in, in LA. Hey. Well, I'm cool. not mad at you. I said they were running too much in Chicago, so they just chose a different place to run they all just, the time. A different coast. That's it. They went over there. <laughs> all right. AEW or Rampage. They don't care as long as you buy the damn tickets. Just get your ass yeah. there. 
Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the Rampage featured uh, Darby Allen defeating Brian Cage in a very good opener. Post-match, Luchasaurus attacked Darby to hype up their all-out TNT title match. You also had Orange Cassidy defeat Johnny TV to retain the AEW International Championship. And Soraya beat Sky Blue to join Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm in the four-way for the AEW Women's World Championship at All in London. It was also announced on social media that AEW will be running uh, their Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen differently this year. Uh, Fighter Fest is returning for the final week before All Out. So that week after All In, heading into All Out, will be Fighter Fest on um, Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision. Uh, the shows between the uh, August 27th pay-per-view and the September sh- uh, September 3rd show. And it will be themed around Fighter Fest be- presented by AEW Fight Forever. And Khan had also announced earlier in the night that next week's shows will be Fight for the Fallen shows with proceeds benefiting the Maui Food Bank in the, in the wake of the Maui uh, wildfire. So... Man, I got to give AEW credit. I was very uh, nice to read that, that they're supporting what's very, uh, you know, very tragic times for everybody in Maui. So thoughts and prayers to everyone in Maui. But what do you think, Chris, about AEW kind of making some big special shows for this coming week and the week after All In? Oh, that's cool. That's a real good look, especially with the proceeds going to everyone in Maui. So that's mm-hmm. a real good look for AEW. Um, yeah, it makes the it makes the um it builds a little bit more special. You know, get the big shows back. I always like the um the fight for the fallen, the fighter fest, like those type shows. So that's a real good look for AEW. Yeah, usually it's one of their like big specials that they do the year. I was I always say that their big special of the year is Winter is Coming, but Fighter yeah. Fest, mm. Fight for the Fallen is right behind them. That's right up there too. Mm. A couple of comments uh, to feature here. Uh, we got Annika who says, yes, that match is important. Um, Which one? I don't know. I don't know. You got to realize that sometimes we're going to read your comment after the fact. So you got to be. Oh, okay. She says, yes, Jags oh. versus Titans is important. It, it, it is. I agree. I agree. But no, I, 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 you know, that just shows the businessman side of everything where you need both of your companies to be successful and you want both to watch. So then having people torn, I'll put it on a Saturday and then you can still enjoy the football game. Yeah. That's that business mindset. That's what at least I got from it. Businessman. Negro Buck brought up another two out of three falls match that FTR had a great one. With the Briscoe. You wanted to be compared to a Briscoe's match, though? Yeah. Nah, I don't do that. that (laughs) I'll be honest. The two out of three falls match, I gave it five stars last year, but it's usually the one that I tend to forget because I remember the first one and the last one. And the last one, yeah. So, but nah, that's a good shout as well. The, The Briscoe's one, yeah. Yeah, don't do that to the young bucks, dude. Don't do that to them. Please don't. Uh, and and yes, big man dogs, you know, Quake by the Lake is the biggest special they have. But that brings us to a close on everything AEW this week. Big Hero Chris, we want to thank you so, so much. Had us laughing, had us joking around. Appreciate you coming on. This won't be the last time we have you on the show. Got to get you back on. Talk some more AEW. Talk some WWE. You talk it all. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media and tell them what you got going on over on your channel. 
Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for having me, man. This was fun. I was laughing and carrying on. But yeah, man, make sure you guys hit me up on the Twitter. It's like right there, the Big Hero Chris with the underscores in the middle. Also, my YouTube <laughs> channel, Big Hero Chris. So search it up. Like when you search up Big Hero Chris, type in like Big Hero Chris and AEW or WWE. Because if you type in Big Hero Chris by itself, it pulls up the movie Big Hero Six, Six. which I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Cartoon. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's great. And that's actually what I based my name off of, but I didn't really think that, okay, whenever you type in my name, the movie's going to pop up. So, you know. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, I got content coming up. Appreciate you guys so much for having me, man. Absolute blast. Support this man. This man's a good brother, always supporting us here on this channel. So support him over there on his channel for sure. Big Hero Chris, like I said, won't be the last time we have you on the show. Yes, Love to yes, have you back yes. on, brother. Thanks, man. See you next time, man. Bye. Enjoy your Saturday, bro. Peace. <laughs> And like Vala B says in the chat here, okay, let's talk some G1 Climax 33 tournament. The final week ahead of the finals, which will be tomorrow morning, was this week. So you had days 14 through 18. Day 14 was last Sunday, and it featured one of the best matches of the entire tournament. An outstanding B-block final of Will Ospreay defeating El Fantasmo in the main event to win second really? place yeah. in B-block. While Kazuka Okada defeated uh, Tonga Loa for both uh, Osprey and Okada to advance to the playoffs, Okada winning the first place in the B block on the four on day fourteen. Day fifteen saw C block action as David Finley defeated Eddie Kingston in a very good matchup to win first place in C block. Meanwhile, oh Jesus Christ, evil! Evil defeated Shingo Takagi, and I was pissed off on a fucking Wednesday morning. Couldn't even go back to sleep afterwards. I was haunted <laughs> by Evil. Evil and Finley make it out of the C block and advance to the playoffs. Day 16 saw Tensuya Naito and Hiroshi Tadahashi run back the clock in a great main event that ended with one of the sickest DDTs you will see this year as Naito defeated Tadahashi to win first place in D block. Meanwhile, you had uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Hiroki Goto put on an absolute wrestling clinic as Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroki Goto in an excellent bout to uh, win second place in D block. And that led into the quarterfinals on day 16, where Kazuka Okada and Zack Sabre Jr. put on an absolute wrestling Dang classic. Him. This was a banger, banger 100% of the way. I literally said to my friend, because I watched it with my friend, and I was like, mm -hmm. I can explain this match to a six-year-old. Chrissy Love yeah. could explain this explain this matchup in like one sentence to the wrestling club. Okada is signature is guy is main event guy who does signature moves. Zack Sabre Jr. is submission guy who reverses all signature moves into submissions. That's the match. That was the match, and it was fucking superb. It was fucking superb wow. in every fucking way possible. Okada getting the win in the first match that went over 20 minutes in the tournament. You wow. also had Naito picking up the win over Hikaleo to advance to the semifinals. A big man versus little man matchup. Arguably, Hikaleo is one of his better matchups of the tournament so far. 
You also had Will Ospreay and David Finley in an absolute banger as well. Ospreay defeating Finley to advance to the semifinals. And then you had Evil <laughs> become the first man in the damn G1 to defeat the undefeated IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sonata. What are we doing, Gato? Gato, get off the fucking crack now! And then day 18 came, and we had a <laughs> match of the year candidate this morning, Tensuya Naito, with the best matchup he's had since the last time he versed Will Ospreay in an absolute sensational main event. Some hard hitting strikes. People say Naito looked concussed at the end and barely was able to do te- Destino. It looked like it looked like Osprey helped him do Destino at the end as Naito defeated Will Osprey to head to the finals tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, Kazuka Okada did what seemingly was the impossible. He had a great match with Evil this morning, defeating <laughs> Evil to advance to the finals. So it will be two-time winner Tensuyo Naito. Versus four-time winner, Kazuka Okada. Can Okada match Masahiro Chono with five wins in the G1 Climax? And win, and win the first ever the first ever guy to win three straight G1 Climax yeah, tournaments? Like, what, what's the... Okay, sorry. Or can Tensuyo Naito make his way back to Wrestle Kingdom where he wants to be in the main event and do the LIJ roll call after winning the world title? And can he go to Wrestle Kingdom and face his former LIJ member? We find out tomorrow morning. But talk about all that went down this week. We have a very special guest joining us. He was our special guest who filled in for Miss Chrissy Love last week. And he's he's right on time this week. So I give him credit. He's better than last week. It is the face in the ace. Romeo's here. How you doing, he's Romeo? A, he's a My friends. I'm king. What do you mean? <laughs> What's up, y'all? King. He actually got up early to watch G1. Look at him. He's, he's I good. sure did. Then I went right back asleep. And now here I am. <laughs> Hey, friend, my Aries brother, how are you? What is up, my Aries sister? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for filling in for me last week. I missed you last week, friend. Always, anytime. Thanks. So did you catch up on everything from this week, or you just watched this morning show? Oh, I caught up. I'm, I'm all caught up. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Wow. A bravo. <laughs> I did I it. Give, I, give I give you credit, because you, you, I, you really, I really was like, no, yeah, I did because usually <laughs> we we've been going through. Me and Romeo have been dealing with D one for the last couple of years, and right. usually he counts on me to give him the cheat sheet, and he didn't this year. So I give him credit. Oh. I gotta give him. I watched credit. it all. I watched it. He all. watched it. He watched it all, and there was some painful stuff to get through. Evil <laughs> match. You had to. You watched every evil match. I did. I give you credit. Good job. I did. Good job, friend. I, I you even know. watched the prelim tags. No, no, I'll skip that. Okay, like smart, that. smartly, smartly. Thank he you, has to calculate everyone's points and get everyone's predictions correctly, so that he had to invest his time. He can read the results. <laughs> yeah, read the results. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Um, but I Romeo, mean, yeah. So, what what did you think of uh, this week before this morning show? What would you say was like the the top three matches you saw from the G one this week? Um, Okada. Oh, excuse me, Osprey ELP. Definitely a banger. Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., and uh, the third one probably be the one from this morning, I guess. Well, I said besides this morning. Oh, 
I agree. I agree with those first two, and then I would add Osprey and Finley. Yeah, I guess. Even though they had some shenanigans in that match too, it was like <laughs> I, I was fine with it. As long as the shenanigans doesn't directly lead to the finish, I'm fine with any type of shenanigans like that. It's especially weird, man. when got... it's when it's two when it's two faction members. It would it, it would feel like it would not. It would feel fake if the faction didn't get involved. Those two, Evil and Finley, should not have been in the same block. Like they both come out the same block. No, they, they both haven't like helped to win. It's like stop. Come on. It's just, no, like, Finley. Finley didn't have help until that matchup. Finley yeah. didn't have help the the whole tournament. Like he's been beating people on his own usually, but. You know, but that evil. was an interesting choice to me because I, I I really wanted Eddie Kingston to be one of those top two, but whatever, fuck him. I want to okay, Shingo. Shingo, Shingo too. versus Sonata. Yeah, I'm taking either oh, one. Of them. I'm gonna take a Tama. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. One of those three. None of them. The bad guys win. Both we got Negro. We got Negro Buck who says, "I really wish ZSJ would have made it to the finals just for yes. something different." Yeah. I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why ZSJ was the the betting odds favorite beginning of the tournament. I was like, he's a champion. Do you yeah. watch New Japan? Um, yeah. So if you're a champion, if, that, it, that automatically makes you go into the finals. No, right? If you if you if you hold a title uh-huh. in New Japan going into the G1 climax, you basically off of since I've been watching it the last ten years, that means you're not winning the G1. Got it. Okay. And that would you're apply you're to more tomorrow. likely you're more likely to win the J one if you lose your title right before the G one. And Okada has a title. Well, that's a never open way. Counts. That, that don't count. <laughs> that don't count, pal. He barely. What is he? He won once in the whole tournament. <laughs> he won it once to the win. Um, Negro Buck, one hundred percent agree with you. That DDT on Tata from Naito, Romeo. That yeah. well, that ending was sick. I was like, "Yo, my neck hurts. My neck like, hurts." Tanahashi, man, you're going, you're going down. Got him. But no, man, I like the storyline going in tomorrow. Like, I'm okay with Okada winning because uh, you got Okada, Naito. Okada's going for his third straight. Naito's going for his third period. Yeah, like that's interesting. And, no, you know. and Okada's going for the record. He's going to tie the record. Chono has yeah. five G ones, and he if he wins tomorrow, he ties the record. And it's an early start. Naito does not have enough time to recover from. I'm sure he got a concussion. That what match. time this thing I am come positive. On? 2 a.m. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, you're not getting up. Okay. I'll watch it afterwards. No, thanks. <laughs> I can't commit to that. Not again. Oh, yeah. Especially if my man is not in the finals. It's okay. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, Negro Buck says, Evil and Gato both eat corn the long way. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Uh, Nero Buck saying Naito and Osprey killed it. Uh, Caden said it was an incredible match. Naito looked messed up. Indeed, he did. No, Osprey is such a pro. Like, Naito did not have his equilibrium. He could not go, he could not run straight, let alone walk straight. You, so I Os- thought it was on the hidden blade. What did you, what was No, what I think it was think on it was a super that? kick straight to his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one where he kind of was diving at him, yeah. and then Osprey kicked oh, him in the my. face. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. And they connected really hard. Yes. Yeah. And he like, it was like it was like he went for like a spear kind of mm-hmm. Chrissy, and he caught him with the with the super kick in midair, in mid spear. And Got so it. he's trying to go for his finisher, and he's he's falling down. It's very scary shit. And then oh, Osprey comes up with Osprey comes up with two ways for him to do his finisher, where all he has to do is just fall. 
<laughs> just fall down. And, it, and he hits it both. And then by the time he's cleared enough cobwebs, he could do it the regular way. <laughs> Osprey yeah. is such a pro. Like, to think of that on the spot is crazy. Hey, I said I said it on uh, Ace Techers last week with Sanal. I'll say it here. New Japan better get a Brinks truck ready if they are not <laughs> going to put a Brinks truck to Osprey's door next year when he's a free agent. Like, you got to. He's a guy that is a top guy for your company, is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he wants to be there. That's the mm-hmm. main part. That's the key. Like, he that's wants the to key. make a change. The your new, other guys just left because they didn't want to be, they want to become stars in the you U.S. Osprey that. doesn't. You gotta respect that. You gotta you gotta pay the man. He deserves it. It's the best. I agree. I agree. Uh Follow B says I've been enjoying Romeo's G1 coverage. There you go. Thanks, Some buddy. love for Romeo. Uh we got uh Caden says he liked the shenanigans in Finley and Osprey. You would. You probably gave it five stars. <laughs> um <laughs> we got Negro Buck who says, wait, Zach was a betting favorite. He was the betting he favorite. He was the favorite, yeah. The favorite going into the tournament, which I had no clue on why. Uh Caden says Naito bet- got <laughs> got a win uh, to face Sonata. Story makes sense. Indeed, it well, does. Both stories and- make sense too. Okada went yeah. too. Makes makes sense for Sonata. Yeah, okay. it's not a dethroned Okada. So it's because uh, I'm I'm rooting for Naito so bad, but you know I could see a world where Okada does win three straight. Like it's, it is possible. I thought I thought it was a four game collusion. Osprey was winning last year, and then Okada won. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna nope. say I'm I'm convinced Naito's winning today. But it has if Naito doesn't win tonight, I agree with Vala B in the chat. He's never doing it. He's never doing it if he doesn't do it tonight. I hope um, Naito's good for the match, man. So that was yeah. scary today. It was. And, you it know, was. those, those, if you have a concussion, like you could get through the match and then the next morning you're fucked. Like, you really? feel like shit, you know? It, uh, it can't happen. So I don't know. Do you and feel like already, the truck like ran over you or something? He's already has a bad neck and history of concussions. So hopefully oh. he's going to be all right for uh, tomorrow's show. ROH TV on Honor Club. Very quickly, the show featured Shane Taylor beating Gravity to become the number one contender for the ROH TV title. You had Athena defeating Rachel Ellering in an ROH Women's World Championship proving ground matchup. Uh, you also had Billy Starks beat Robin Renegade. Post-match, the Renegade qu- twins jumped Billy until Athena came down to make the save and actually spared Starks from an attack, so maybe we're seeing an Athena babyface tweener turn. We shall see. Impact on Access TV the show featured uh Moose, Brian Myers, and Bully Ray defeating Laredo Kid and Black Tarus in the main event, despite interference from the returning PCO who went after Bully. Uh, we also had Kushida beating Speedball Mike Bailey in an absolutely Excellent bout on the show. You also had Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan defeating the ABC to advance to the Impact World Tag Team title number one contenders tournament finals next week against the Rascals. Thanks in large part to the cool hands getting involved. But some good shows this week. So that brings us to Chrissy Love's favorite part of the show. It is time for match of the week. See, I gave I gave Romeo a little 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 thing to get the wheels turning for that, so he's got time. Oh, I already have. My, I, so I know he's as a, soon as I jump on this show, I already have my five. Barman, <laughs> he comes prepared. He comes prepared. 
man, it, this was a week. This was a tough week because you got SummerSlam. Yeah, you got to count the SummerSlam. You got all of the G1. But I'll tell you, Jesus. my five, my five, like, I enjoyed the SummerSlam matches in ring, but you know, some of the booking kind of annoyed me. So none of the, none of the SummerSlam matches are in my top five. None of them. Wow. Um, That's number, surprising. number five for me is the fatal four way from raw Gable, Ricochet, Riddle, Champa. Number four is Okada and Zack Sabre Jr. Great technical masterpiece. Those two put on uh, number three from NXT, the opener. Ali Axiom, they just went balls. Oh, yes, wall. yes, that was actually really good. And number two, Osprey ELP. I mean, Osprey made like everybody in that tournament look good, but ELP especially. Wow, ELP almost pulled that upside. The crowd was behind him. And number one from this morning, Naito Osprey, five stars. Check it out if you haven't already. Yes, I am actually gonna have a SummerSlam match in my honorable mentions and in my top five. I'll go honorable mentions uh, from SummerSlam. I'll go Cody Brock and Gunther uh, Drew McIntyre mm. for my honorable mentions. Number five, I will go with Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor from uh, SummerSlam. That probably my match of the night from that show. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, I'm going to go with Will Ospreay versus David Finley. Number five, I'm um, number three. I'm gonna go with Will Osprey versus El Fantasmo. Number two, Kazuka Okada versus Zack Saber Jr. And number one, Tensuya Naito versus Will Osprey. Chrissy Love, what's your five from this past week? Uh, do I have five? I don't know. I was in checking in and out of wrestling. Might be three. Uh, no might be no three. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, honorable mentions for the SummerSlam night of um. Uh, Cody and, and Brock and um, uh, uh, even the women's match, I'll give them a, a little bit of credit, but you know, and the Gunther match. Um, but number you five... should give them credit because the Detroit crowd sure didn't. <laughs> Detroit shitted on all the women's matches. Can we they just can we just be honest about that? Like Detroit they, shitted they, on that shit. They weren't feeling. I don't. Maybe I don't know because that's probably why because they wanted to see the other match matches that were pulled from the card. But I mean, to be honest, I mean they build more for the triple threat women's match than the other one. So sorry, but not sorry. Y'all be all right. Let's keep the fucking same energy for all of women's matches when they be taking and giving the women's no credit. Anyway, fuck y'all. Whatever. How'd you oh. get her on a rant, SP3? Look what you did. <sighs> <laughs> See, I was gonna, I was gonna save all that tomorrow, guys. God. Anywho, uh, <laughs> number five is uh Finn and Seth. I didn't like the ending, but I, the match overall was amazing. Um, number uh, four will have to be um, for Raw the Fatal Four Way, and shout out to Chad Gable for winning that. Uh, number three. Um, I'm going to go, um, Osprey and Zack Sabre Jr. Was it? No, Osprey and El Phantasmo. There we go. Sorry. Wrong, wrong. That one. Sorry. Um, it was Zack Sabre Jr. and Okada. Yeah. I don't mention to that one though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at two. Number two, mm -hmm. um, uh, um, from Raw last, uh, from SmackDown, excuse me. Um, 
No, no, NXT, NXT, the opener, Ali and Axiom. After that, I was checked out. I didn't need anything else for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, um, I'm going to give it to, I know I haven't seen it, but you guys keep calling it and say it was like You can amazing. trust us. You I can trust, trust us. I, I trust you guys, so I'm going to give it number one. Wait, me and SP3 agreeing? You can trust us. Not even just you guys, but it's like everybody. I've gotten text messages. I've seen it online, so I can only imagine. I can't wait to go back and watch it and just hearing about how the guy was concussed and how he like helped him like finish the match. Like, yeah, I want to watch you. it again. That is like, professional like, at its finest. So I did legit, have five. Look at that. Legit, I think four of my top five matches of the G1 is Will Osprey, and this was <laughs> better than all of them. I'm I'm not even gonna be mad that I, I picked him to win, and he he still gave bangers of matches from the show. So it's whatever. So exactly, as long my as he pick's got still you. alive, my pick's still you. alive. Who was your pick? Naito. Oh, okay. You're, you're, okay. You made the right pick. You made the right choice. Whoa, whoa, gonna, whoa, whoa. Our... Don't, don't put it in the air, man. Okay. is going to hear that. Hey, hey <laughs> I don't gonna gonna care that. because you know who's the only person who predicted the finals, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm here for. Good and job. that's what we're going to close this week's show on the final prediction. It's look, tomorrow I see we didn't morning. do that bad. Look, look at the time. I mean, listen. I, I, said, I said, I said, I said it yesterday. I was like, if it's just you and me, we're gonna finish before two. We'll finish before two for sure. We'll and we had, and we still two. had a guest, and we still was able to manage before two o'clock. We was in that like hour half range mix. We was trying to say two hours, but it's too much content. But we still did good. And I only think we went this far is because we ranted a lot about SummerSlam. We said SummerSlam pissed us off. I was talking trash about Romeo for defending yeah. that weak ass yeah. Jay, Jimmy Uso excuse too. So, yeah. you want to go to two PM uh, right now, Paul? You want to go? <laughs> no, no. You want to go with me and my weak ass excuses? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, the final G one. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Thirty three tournament B block winner Kazuka Okada going one on one with one of his career rivals Tensuyo Naito. The, the D-block winner, who wins? Is it going to be Okada, who makes history and ties for the most wins of the G1 with five and makes history with three straight? No one ever, no one has ever done that. And does he face Sonata in a rematch from Sakura Genesis where he lost the title at Wrestle Kingdom? Or will it be Tensuya Naito and his journey back to the to the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, where he will face his former Lij brethren and win his third G one. Chrissy Love, we'll start with you. Okada, Naito. I'm gonna go Naito. I'm gonna go Naito. Romeo. I'm going with Naito to finish the story. But you know who's to say when he enters the building? He can't answer what day it is. Like he couldn't right, even say, like, yeah. he couldn't even finish the names of Lij and his promo after the match. <laughs> forgot, like he forgot the order. But so, I mean, the, you can't okay. be mad at either one. So you know, like if and they both if, both former winners. So it's like maybe maybe Naito can't go and then and then he's elevated. What is Will Osprey doing here? Will imagine Naito's place gets Okada. Or Mize can still win. Oh, that <laughs> or, or they have Shingo Takagi it. replace LIJ member. 
You have Shingo yeah. Takagi because he has he has Okada's n- a number. He's two and two against Okada. So can I just? I think uh, the crowd will pop more for Osprey though. Well, of course, of course they will pop more for Osprey. Get <laughs> Osprey and, and Okada again. Oh, you can't let Naito choose who replaces him because you don't know what country he's in. Yeah, I, that, that's why I always thought I thought Naito would beat Osprey because they made that Osprey win over Okada feel so big that I wouldn't think that they would try to negate that right. by having run them it run back. it back again. Yeah, yeah so soon. So. Question. Um. Trey Jones, um, I see your comment. Um, did you have the same energy last year um, when the other ladies um, were singled out and mistreated? Just wanted to have this. It's either yes or no. You don't have to explain anything else. I just need you to say either yes or no. He is. I don't, I don't understand. Trey's a good one. Trey's okay. one of the good ones. Trey's okay. One good just ones. want to make sure that we have the same energy going forward. Um, we're not doing this with anyone. Then if you are, we will. Um, I will remove you from his hair. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Romeo, thank you Shut for up. joining us. Talking some G1 with us. Um, you, I, I, will, I will extend the olive branch that you did your homework. If you want to join us for our review on Monday, you are more than welcome to join me, Sanal, and J News, as I will be ripping J News a new one. For our G1 preview, where we argued, and I said that Gato made a mistake not putting Kiyomiya in the same block as Okada to give us the Okada Kiyomiya match. And J News was like, No, he's going to make the playoffs. Don't worry, SB3. You're just upset. You know what? Bullshit. You're right. You're 100% right. I wanted to see that too. More than welcome. Well, we right got here. plenty to rant about for the G1, but we got plenty to rave about too. So yeah, I'll probably join you. <laughs> but you're gonna be busy tonight. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media and why they will be seeing you tonight, sir. For Romeo Anthony on X, Facebook, no wait, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, all that shit, all social media. <laughs> I've learned to just say all social, social media. My handle's the same in all of it. All, yeah. all platforms. Just say yeah. all, all, all platforms. platforms. Yeah. I don't know why I confused myself. But hey, join me tonight <laughs> for some Saturday night wrestling. First AEW collision with the House of Black versus CMFTR for the trios titles. And then at 10 p.m., right into AAA, Triple Mania, 31 Mexico City. Um, listen, a, a lot of the Lucha Libre purists, they haven't liked the Triple Manias. I have been sports entertained. Sports entertained. This shit. I am in tears, laughing, crying <laughs> for both shows this year. I don't give a fuck if it's not the pure Lucha Libre that you nerds love. I am laughing my ass off every single time watching these shows. So, And then that'll keep me up going right into the G1. I don't think I'll stream oh, that, for the G1. Yeah, when you, when you just said that it starts at 10, I was like, yeah. oh, so I don't, have to, I don't have to take a nap or nothing? I could go straight in. Okay. I cool. guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see how I feel because, you know, I might want to nap for those early tag matches. (laughs) I just want to make it to, uh, I want to make it to the main. I don't want to, I don't want the main event to come and be like, oh, fuck, this shit is so long. I don't want to be like that for the, (laughs) that is (laughs) true. I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap. Hey, we're trying to finish before two o'clock. You you, you, got, you know. Oh, we 13 minutes. We're good. You sure? <laughs> we, we, well, I don't know, man. Well, let me tell know. you what's on the card, Chrissy, and we can make predictions. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, no, 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 Kenny Omega on this Triple Mania card. So I didn't, I didn't bother with predictions. Chrissy Love, let the people know where they can follow you on social media, my sis. Um, I'm on social media platforms, uh, Facebook, IG, and on Twitter. Uh, it's True Hill Chrissy Love on Twitter. Uh, Chrissy Love underscore one on IG, and my my plain old name on Facebook. Um, follow us. Uh, last uh, episode, the season finale of Dark Side of the Ring and SPNI, we gave our rankings for the whole season of season four. Um, that is up live now on our channel. So go watch that. Uh, so we did that on Fridays. Uh, Saturday is our flagship show, which is True Hill Heat, 11.05 a.m. And then Servant Hayson Hills is back tomorrow. So you, we will get inside these conspiracies and controversies with these uh, matches that were pulled from SummerSlam and how people don't keep the same energy when it's containing certain women. Okay, so yeah, there we go. Follow me, at me, DM me, do all those things. Love you. Toodles. Can't SB. wait for Miss Chrissy Love and uh, Stephanie to have two completely different opinions of SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Oh, we definitely gonna have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely going to have different opinions. <laughs> one is going to be more nicer than the other. I know I'm not going to be the nice one. I already know it. Oh, I mean, when are when are you the nice one? That's true. I can't. I mean, it's like you know. Huh? I knew it. He. I knew he was frozen. Something happened. Okay, but yeah, I'm, I'm always the one that gets the one. I'm always the meaner one, so it's okay. You know, it's fine. I'll take it. It is what it is because I'm being my true, authentic self. That's Aries. I don't. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. You're so nice. You're a sweetheart. I mean, it's just yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's us Aries. We just being our true, authentic selves. Taurus is always trying to drive a you know away. Taurus <laughs> like quality during the close of the show. That it, it just, is. It is. Oh, oh yes. Uh, check out all that stuff. Uh, check out us, us tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time for the Triple A Triple Mania AEW Collision Watch Along. Great thumbnail. Check out our Dark Side of the Ring season four finale review. And thank you all for joining us. You guys were great in the chat. Yes, we were picking on y'all and calling y'all out for saying dumb stuff. (laughs) We love y'all. Don't worry. Uh, Frantic World says uh, that mass uh, versus hair four-way is going to be so funny. It's going to be crazy. Uh, Negro Buck says, I might watch the whole show for the G1. I, I always say with the final, you watch the whole show. Every other every other show you skip the prelim tags. The final you watch the whole show because they always do angles and they set up uh-huh. matches for the rest of the year on that final G one show. So I say watch the whole show. But let's see. That is up to you. One p.m. Buddy or two p.m. Whatever. <laughs> I'm about to wanna, take a nap right wanna... now. I'll be fine <laughs> at one a.m. I'm about to take a nap. I'm about to go to sleep right now. But for Miss Chrissy Love, for Romeo. For our special guest, Big Hero Chris, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for joining us, all of you watching on demand, watching us live. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SB3. This has been True Hill Heat 238, Bloodline Pre-Climax. Yes, pre-ejaculation. We are signing off until next time. Later.